Hey guys, so this is the Dip and Rip podcast. I am Joe Capobianco from New Haven, Connecticut, and apparently nobody in this fucking room can pronounce my name. So this is Jimmy Little. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Joe Capobianco over here, fucking from Long Island. The only place that ever fucking existed in tattooing, where it was started. <laughs> hey, not for nothing, we had Stanley. Actually, for a matter of fact, this actually, Randy stole the idea from Long Island to do this podcast. Because podcast first was invented in Long Island. Just like this microphone was made in Long Island. You know, I would love to know That we shipped were. to China, back to Long Island. <laughs> So you're welcome. <laughs> Tune in if you're from Long Island. <laughs> if not, go to Long Island and listen. So we're at Thunderdome Tattoo, and I'm with Josh. Hello. Small Josh, or handsome and helpful Josh. Not the one that does Japanese stuff. Other oh, spare Josh. Extra Josh. And spare then, Josh. And then we're here. Pick up Josh. <laughs> and then we're here with Joe. Hello. And we're here with Jimmy. Hi. Right, what's up, guys? Jimmy made a, another pit stop. He, he likes wind. He wanted to come see it again. I did. I enjoyed myself here the last time. And so I had to come out again because uh, I thoroughly enjoy the shit-talking camaraderie that you guys <laughs> produce here in this establishment <laughs> where the not giving a fuck is not handed out that you just don't care. No, no. And I like that. That shit is cool. It's so tat shack talk. That's my, my, favorite, uh, my favorite shit. And... Um, Josh is so he's, he's just not mastered in it yet, right? He can't he can't talk and tattoo at so, the same time. It's not fucking hard. Time. So are you I, fucking kidding me, dude? No, I'm trying can't. my fucking best, dude, to do the most basic shit, and Randy's like trying to interview I me. I fucking set him on fire, dude. I poured gas on his back and I light him on fire, and he can't do shit about it. And I'll make his clients laugh the whole time. And he's all does it. He, I'm all doing a chest, dude. Perfect straight line. He's all, what's up? How you doing, dude? Oh, you're like that straight line. Fuck that straight line. My name's Randy Randerson. I'm here all day. I was like, fucking shut up. Shut yeah, the fuck up. Yeah, you turn you into should Mr. be Hanky. doing that. Oh, like, yeah. turn oh, on. Like, just a piece of yeah, shit. I do yeah. talk shit, but I have to stop tattooing. So my tattoos take That's a little longer. That's why you're still an apprentice. Yeah, I guess, dude. He's I'll accept that. He makes, he makes money. He's making money, but he's still an apprentice. And, and, I told and, him until he's been tattooing. You guys, do you work for, for like the fucking years. IRS? What are you doing right now? There's a governing board you have to go through. Right, or what did Josh say? I got my Oklahoma license. Like, oh, so you're not an apprentice? He's like, that doesn't mean shit. Like, the state People doesn't. ask me because my Instagram still says, you know, apprentice. And I was all, I'm like torn between telling them to follow me or whatever so I could do more tattoos. But I know the second they pull up, they're all, like, they just got done getting tattooed by me. They're all, apprentice, what's that all about? <laughs> well, dude, like, used to with like, so the guy, the guy. Like, he like, it's Italian. It's like, is it? Yeah. yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, you just got to French it up a little bit. You'll be all right. The guy who apprenticed me, he was just like, don't ever tell people you've been tattooing for three months. I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to tell? Because people me. would come in and be like, so how long have you been tattooing now? I'm like three five, months, five years, and, like, nah, and I'm like, the apprentice the thing is always two years. Like, oh, yeah. say five. Right? Like, I say five. five. He's like, don't ever tell him you've been tattooing for three months. You tell him you've been tattooing for two for five so years. I'm like, five I can't, years, I can't do that, dude. I'm always two five. Years. I said, I, I bumped it to well. five because Josh was already fucking wasting away at shops for a few years. I just told him five. You know, I'm gonna judge you. It's Actually, like, you could be like, you could be like all those fucking people that started out of their houses. Like, well, you know, I started technically tattooing a. You know, officially. Oh, yeah, that shit. It's like, motherfucker, you well, What do you mean? Like, my first real years. tattoo was the first time you stabbed somebody. With, I didn't start yeah. tattooing yeah. tattoos <laughs> like, until here, though. Real, like, what do you mean real? Like, well, yeah, I was pretending not to hit a marker, and I just drew it on. Like, like, did you actually puncture his skin and left fucking a mark? Yeah, well, then that's a fucking tattoo. 
Yeah, like the professionally, first like yeah, I've been called worse, but I'm just saying <laughs> the time that you fucking took a sharp object and fucking hit someone with it and left a mark, like that's it. What? When did you start tattooing, Joe? In 92, 93. What was the first tattoo you did? Very first, well, the very first tattoo as an apprentice I did. So the very first time I held the machine. Did we not just explain <laughs> what the fucking thing is? Dude, roll the, the first roll time the first tattoo. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah. Oh, 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 was the first? Bad. The very first time I held the machine and put ink in the skin was on my ankle. I basically drew a lightning bolt, like just a fucking jagged line on my fucking. Fuck. On my what, did you, what did you tattoo with? Uh, that, that was a Papillon um, Coastal Waters. A papillion. A papillion, yeah. Because you, you backward motherfuckers don't know it's a Papillon. <laughs> Apparently you've never seen a fucking Steve McQueen movie. We always sake. call it Papillion. I don't know who that is, so no. You don't know? Uh, Are they still sell machines? Huh? Are they still so Papillon, I think, was purchased by some other fucking dude, and some has been. He's a nobody. He's not got nothing to do with the business. I think he purchased the actual company uh, and still runs Papillon. And then Tommy, who was, one, yeah, I've been there. So Tommy runs Starbright now. So he has he has uh, Tommy's Tattoo Supplies. Um, Summers Somerville. And is it Somerville? Might, uh, yeah, no, think I so. think he's still in Enfield, isn't he? Or maybe it's technically Enfield. Yeah. Is everything a field, Massachusetts? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Actually, I was all Hatfield, Westfield, dude. Springfield. Holy shit. Hey, everything's a field. Everything's a, field. Yeah, everything's a goddamn field, field out there. Yeah, but no fields. No, That's because they started at the coast. They started area. at the coast and they started fucking around and they saw mountains and they were like, I don't know. What's after that? It's a field. Yeah, exactly. Everything was a field. So before where, that. What, where did you, you start? start? That field over there. So I started on Long Island uh, in Center Ridge, New York, uh, on Long Island, which is at Cliff's Tattoo. That's uh, where I apprenticed. And when. And what year was it? What was it? That was in '92 or '93. I can't remember. So what, I think it was '93. Could you buy? Could you buy? What it was pre? You were still making needles. You were still no, them. no. That was that's one of the issues I have in my apprenticeship. I never learned how to make needles. We never learned how to mix pigment. We never learned really how to build a machine. The first machine I ever built was with a guy who worked with us at the time named Tom Ballbutter. He went out and bought a fucking. He was like, I'm about to order because I because I knew nothing about machines. Like anytime like I had a problem with my machine. The guy who was apprenticing me would just readjust his my rubber bands and be like, okay, try that. <laughs> I swear hey. to fucking God. You don't have to swear. That's, fucking, that's, that's exactly what, I what do. he does to me. That's exactly. what I do. Just readjust the fucking rubber bands. Like, check that out. And Turn I'm like, it up and readjust do nothing. Bands. Exactly. Do nothing. So I was I was I was upset about not knowing much about machines. So I mentioned that to Tom, and he's like, well, listen, I'm gonna make an order from National, and I'm gonna order a, I'm gonna order a swing gate. I was gonna get a, a machine built. He goes, but I'll order a kit, you order a kit, and we'll put it together together. And we did. He sat me down, and the two of us, he showed me how to weld, how to solder, and everything else. And we made the, the, the swing gates together. That was the first time I'd ever built a machine. The only, the only experience I had in the beginning with machines was through Tom. It had nothing to do with the guy who apprenticed me, which is why I'm so angry about my apprenticeship for the most part. Because I don't think I should have been tattooing. I got my apprenticeship was four weeks. I did two weeks of cleaning tubes drawing flash, dicking around the shop, learning how to deal with clients. And then I did two more weeks of free tattoos, which was exactly 13 free tattoos. Exactly, um, thir why exactly 13? Thir I have no idea. That was, was given. It got to the point where my 13th tattoo was on a guy. I did this big Celtic lower back piece on a guy, like this crazy Celtic thing. And the guy who was apprenticing was mad because I did a free tattoo on the guy. And I'm like, dude, why would I not? This is all fucking line work. I mean, it was big too. It was like, it must've been easily like fucking 12 to 14 inches across and six feet, six inches high. Like 
I'm like, dude, this all line work and shading. Like, this is perfect, you know? And he was just mad that I was doing free tattoos. He's like, you should be charging money. Was your was your first tattoo at a shop? Was it good? Uh, the first. Well, so the first time what I was, tattooed the, my what, ankle. The, fir- the very at, first time I tattooed my ankle. The machines. Was that was at that was, was at that, that shop? I tattooed you, myself, and it was just literally just drawing lines and doing stuff with a, with a magnum to just to shade to see what it was like. And then the very first tattoo I did on somebody else was on a good friend of mine. I did a little tribal scorpion that I drew on the inside of his upper arm. No, on his hip. It was on his hip. It was a black and teal scorpion because teal was like a fucking crazy cool color back then. It's a national, it was national homogenized teal. And uh, I used that on him to add a little bit of color to it. He still has the tattoo too. It's not bad. I mean, it's not good, but it's not did bad. You cover up, did you cover up your first one on your ankle? Oh yeah, it's covered up. Siv actually covered it for me. He did like a little tribal, like this, like pink tiger stripe fucking octopus. That I've never covered him. I still have all the first homemade shit I did. I, so I covered that little bitty thing on me because it was just, a, it was literally just scratching on my fucking ankle just to see what it was like. You know what I mean? Um, and then the second or th- no, third tattoo I ever got was done by the guy who apprenticed me and it was fucking atrocious. Um, and I eventually got that lasered and then Rodney Reigns covered it. It's my upper arm. So it was a, it was a good piece of property. So I didn't want to lose that. So I had it lasered a couple of times and then Rodney Reigns covered it for me. What, what was your first tattoo, Jimmy, ever that you did? The first tattoo that I did, um, so the first time I actually picked up a machine and actually broke skin, uh, I started off at this um, this shop. It was called Pirate's Den. That's yeah. fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was like sounds it was, sick. It was fucking. Well, is this the aquarium? Is this the, so the this, aquarium spot? Kind of, yeah. Okay. So like, this is it, like you got to remember, think like so back when. In what year? What year was it? Nineteen. Well, I started tattooing like ninety two, ninety three. So this would probably be like, did you start before Joe? So well, that's mathematically we're trying to figure it out, but I think so. Yeah, I think you did, dude. Because not for nothing, I'm pretty certain I only I started tattooing in '93. I'm almost positive. Just scroll back on your Instagram and look when you post it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, wish, scroll back on Instagram and that's right. I'll, yeah, I'll show you how. So like I remember uh, being a, like I. I, did, I filled in this this uh, biker dude's uh, arm. They let me put a fucking eight round in it and just fucking color black circles, you know? So that was that was the first time I actually got to do that shit. I was fucking scared. I was like, these guys will fucking kill me if I fucking stop doing it. <laughs> Were you, like, shaky? Were you, like, you're Well, you're like, so, like, the, the place that I uh, worked at was kind of, kind of like Club Ran. And um, the the guy who who actually owned the shop at the time was, like, number seven on America's top most wanted type shit, you know? But I remember, like, when I told people, like, when we first started, it was nothing for people at the shop to tattoo without gloves, you know? It was like, people, you say that now, people are like, oh, my God, set you on fire, you know, type thing. But, like, back then, it wasn't, it was like, wasn't really, like, that big of a deal. Like, there was a, there was a lady at the shop, uh, Linda Hall, I believe was her last name, because, uh, like, her, Suzanne Fowler, and all those kind of, like, in the Detroit area, kind of were, like, all... Kind of like those are the women that you knew like <clears throat> from that area you know and um i was tripping out like she still used acetate stencils sometimes like when she tattooed and so she's she was still she was still she was back and forth she's like oh, oh yeah, yeah. it's like well she probably got good she was good at doing the shit well, she, the first like, way 
that when the time that I got into it, like they were just introducing a lot of like the ster sterilization stuff. Like we we had a dry clay, which is basically like a fucking toaster oven. Yeah, toaster oven. And so, Bird, when he would tattoo, when he'd walk past him, we look. So, he'd have this the the toaster oven, which was like a dry clay they called it, which is fucking just a toaster oven. Fancy it up if you want, but it's a toaster oven. But did it kill germs, Jimmy? So it said it killed some. <laughs> but killed some. here's the fucking part. So. When you when we we clean our tubes and needles and shit, right? You put it back in there. His dry clay that was in his station. Tubes and needles on the top shelf. Pizza and hot dog on the bottom. Fucking what? Not even lying. Yeah, dude. So we had a party on top and the bottom. Party on top and bottom. Yeah. <laughs> a party on so top that's how, that's and a party on the bottom. In there, where it was like that's that's what was going on. And I remember uh, he uh, we the time I think was like. Cool Ranch Doritos was like a big thing. Like that's well, like still, still a goddamn big, big thing. Yeah, yeah still like big. that was a thing. But like you couldn't find them anywhere. Dude. Those, they were like they remind were like me to show you later, dude. Anomalies, you know, like so like you, 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 heard, you just heard about Doritos, them, dude. Heard like, about them. Yeah, 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 you found it. Like you you found the holy grail. Dude. <laughs> Put pack and I remember ways. like you you wouldn't want to walk around the shop with fucking Doritos because motherfuckers would just jam their hands in your bag. And I remember like birds. Bloody fucking dirty ass bloody gloves in your fucking chip bag. Oh! But he would hold it like this. And I know you're not gonna be able to see this because it's on the fucking But it was like um, tip like a like a But he would chip. hold he would hold the chip with like just, the, just chip. the tips of his fingers like that was not contaminated and then eat it that way. Like and fucking come here. Fuck just bent hands back you're like Johnson. looking at the bag like I'm not fucking Eating these more like, it's like I don't can, know enough about sanitation shit, but I do them. know that you got dirty ass fingers and you stuck them in my fucking chip bag <laughs> and I'm not gonna eat it. Fuck off. Yeah. So yeah. So like the first yeah, but that was the first time that I actually um did something like that was like way before like they actually let me tattoo tattoo. But I did uh I just colored in um uh, some like shit on this guy's arm, like I filled in some like a little black spot just fucking just to pick up a machine. And did you think did you feel did you feel like did you Visualize confidence. You're like, oh, I'm pretty nah, sure I can do this. Nah, okay. <laughs> now, 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 mind you, like, like, it wasn't even something nope. that I, I thought about. Like, his, uh, when I, where, where I started at was like a buddy of mine, Jason Salinas, um, who kind of helped, you know, the whole story that kind of went off. I, I remember, I think we told it the last yeah, time yeah. I was on, uh, out here uh, on the podcast. Um, but Jason was like friends with the the owner, the one of the owners of the shop and stuff like that. You know, yeah. Like Chucky, the guy who actually ended up apprenticing under. Like they were, they were really cool with each other, and they're the ones that convinced me to kind of tattoo. Um, it wasn't something that I was like, "Oh my god, I got a tattoo! I really wanted to do it." I was just super intrigued, man, because like my whole life, like I wanted to be an animator. I wanted to do something with art, and I was airbrushing, and I was already making more money. Anyone on my block, legit, you know, like because we grew up poor as fuck. Were you, you know, were you airbrushed like overalls, t-shirts? Overalls, beepers, <laughs> fucking... Fucking beepers. Beepers, you, that's how old I am. No, I feel like a beeper is this big, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 We used to paint license, a lot of license plates. License plates, plates sweaters, and shit like that. Like, it was, you know, just an airbrush thing. You know? I entirely missed airbrushing, I guess. Dude, yeah. I fucking Dude, not love it. It was, it was, so, it was a great it was, way to make like, a fucking thing. You gotta remember, like, hip-hop really started making its big, like, being well-known. Like, became a thing. You know, like, it became... A part of the music industry. It wasn't just like a genre. Like hip hop became this movement, like this whole movement that like opened up like cultures and everything, you know. And so we were just in the city, and we became a part of it. Like I remember 
when I was a kid looking at people write graffiti on the side of buildings, you know. So that wasn't really like something super new, but airbrushing was kind of a new thing. And there was like when, you know, we were told like, you know, only people who fucking get tattoos or these kind of people, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was like the same, you know, <clears throat> stereotype that went along with it as you were told growing up, you know. Or and did, you, would, did uh, you work at an airbrush like shop? Yeah, yeah. Is it this, was it similar to a tattoo shop? No, no, no. Well, same. I mean, there's shitty it. owners that you know. <laughs> they're same. There's, there's still same Why shitty you? fucking owners who fucking did it, and fucking people who didn't give a fuck about you just wanted money, and that's kind of what it was. You we know? were just doing names. You were doing all, yeah, everything. Yeah. I, okay, okay. Cars, trucks, fucking. You know, yeah. sweater, like we did everything. We had the same thing. We but mainly like when you were in the mall, you were tan- you were painting t-shirts and jackets and stuff. How much money do you make doing it? You make you make fifty percent of whatever you bring in. Yeah. I thought it was minus I, minus the sh- cost of the shirt. I thought it was oh the they best, the that and caricatures at SeaWorld. I know I've talked about this this a bunch of times, but I remember seeing because I still follow like you were showing me guys on Instagram. Yeah, and I still follow mall airbrush guys, and I fucking love it. It's like, well, it's so still, you know it's, it had a bit of like and it depends on where you're from. Like like New, like the Jersey Shore, there's still guys doing airbrushing and stuff like that there's that still happens so it depends on the i guess it depends on the city in connecticut i haven't seen anything like it like since i moved up there i haven't when, seen anything like when's the last time you airbrushed the last time i airbrushed when's the last time you airbrushed and why did you stop why were you like fucking because well like, like, like i said it. like when when i i i kind of like fell into my apprenticeship it was one of those scenes like uh when we were slow or finished up or something you know I'd go hang out at the tattoo shop because it was fucking, it was super interesting to me, you know, like looking at all the artwork and hearing the stories and seeing the different people who go into these scenes and it tripped me out like, dude, you're getting on that on you forever. Like, you know, and at the time, I, I got my first tattoo in 1988. That was when you went with your friend? I was 15, yeah. You got hammered? No, no, no. That's <laughs> a whole different one. That's oh. how I start. That's how I got into my apprenticeship was that. But the first time I got a tattoo is... Uh, it was at school and I remember everyone like talking shit about their parents or fucking you know trying to be cool oh I think I, I think I remember now yeah, I remember now I was raised you know by my mom you know it was just me and my brother and sister yeah. my mom raised like dude fucking that woman's amazing like I never needed anything ever growing up like she made sure we had everything that dude, we needed mom's like still- I wanted a lot of shit but I didn't need anything like she fucking made shit happen you know and so listening to people like talk shit about their parents I'm like I could never think of that a, a word or say anything bad to ever say about my mom. And I'm like, but, you know, when you're that age, you want to feel cool. Yeah. You want to feel like you belong. And I was like, dude, I, I, I can't let a bad word leave my fucking lips fucking saying about my mom. Like, there's no fucking way. And, but you know, I wanted to say something. So I, I don't even know how it brought up or how it came about or something. But, like, I was like, tattoos. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home and tell my mom I, I want to get tattooed. And I thought, like, there's my end. I my mom's going to say, fuck no. And I'm like, fuck you. You know, let me do my thing. I'm a man. You know, I thought I was going to be like king shit. Like tell my mom what's the fucking deal, you know? So I remember like fucking going home. I fucking, I got air in my lungs. I fucking walked in like cock chest. I'm like, I'm going to fucking tell her what's up. And I fucking walked in and I was like, hey. You know, like, not even fucking. Yeah, that's what you like, hey. yo, what's up? I was like, hey, I want to get tattooed. And she's like, what? And I was like, I want to get tattooed. I'm ready, I'm ready for this like this this verbal banter back and forth of why I'm not gonna get tattooed. And my uncle was or my uncle Phil, and uh, my mom's like, "What'd you say?" And I was like, "I want to get tattooed." And she's like, "Really?" <laughs> she's like, "All right, tough guy, let's go." 
And I was like, huh? <laughs> She's like, come on. Oh, and my she... uncle, my uncle goes, what's going on? She's like, oh, Mr. Big Man here wants to go get a fucking tattoo. And he's like, I'm in. And she's like, well, come on, let's go. I'm taking him right now. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, You're this all, is happening. This shit got sweaty. real. Dude, yeah. this You're shit, fucking the sweaty. Yeah. got stolen from my hand. <laughs> and she's like, I'm fucking driving this puppy. Watch this shit. And it was, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I can't back out now. Like, my yeah. uncles are already in on it. Like, <laughs> there's like, I don't know how to either. I just run the fuck out of the house and never fucking show up back at home. Or I'm like, all right, this is going down. So my uncle's like, cool, let's do it. He's like, what are you getting? And I'm like, I, the, the thought of what I would even get never even crossed my you mind. You didn't think you'd get that far. I was just looking for the story of like, my mom didn't fucking let me get tattooed. Fuck her. Like, I, that's all That's all I had. And my uncle's like, let's go, dude. I know a place. You know, it was like this fucking shitty fucking like biker ass fucking thing. It was so bad. Like my mom's like cracking up the whole fucking way. And I'm like pissing myself. I'm like, whole oh, fuck. Are you but on the outside? Are you looking? Are you trying to look tough in your Dude, I'm car? fucking. It, I'm like 15, like, 14 or 15. You're not looking at any tough at 14. Anybody's always he's angry. I feel I got hair on my balls. Let alone fucking trying to act like I'm a fucking big shot. You know. So we go. We go into this place, and I walk in. You know, my mom opens the door. Is like, go ahead. Like, let me go in first. And I fucking walk in, and there's like this big giant biker dude standing behind the counter and I remember he's got like just a black vest on and shit you know and he looks at me he's like what the fuck do you want and I was like and I and I just kind of kept like I was like mesmerized I didn't know what to do I just walked straight up to the counter and there was like three books on the top of the counter of just like books of flash opened up and the first book that was opened up in front of me I just scanned really quick and whatever was the smallest image on there I go that <laughs> And I just pointed but down. What was it? But was it? Did you do it like in confidence? You're like, right Dude, there. Uh, no. <laughs> Again, you're making this shit sound way cooler than I'm just, I'm trying to see like, you're, you're, how far did you're you? Adding, how far did you act cool? This is you're a at, 15 yeah. year old kid. Yeah, you're adding today's 15 year old kid towards fucking 1988 15 year old kid. Those are two different types of people. Way entirely two. Like, you know, back in my day, like you had to beg a girl to touch her titty in high school. Like you had to put in work. Like. <laughs> Kids are getting banged out at fucking junior high nowadays. Like, the world is not the same, you know? Yeah. So I walked in, like, and I just was, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I'm going to die. Like, you know, <laughs> I just pointed to the smallest thing on the page. It was like that. And he's like, 35 bucks. You better not fucking move. I was like, okay. Dude, like, dude, I had no. Did dude, you have 35 bucks? Dude, I didn't know, dude. I, I, I can't. <laughs> he was his your mom. Money, I mean, I'm trying to find if there was ever. There was never uh, none of this. Like, you're acting like this shit was planned. Like, I was with buddies at school hours before. That's all I know. <laughs> to transport I came dude, home, to the tattoo shop. Tried to call my mom out, and she was like, all right, let's go. Is she, the is thought it, of what the fuck was happening never occurred through any of that. Like, it was just. I wanted to fight. Like, that was it. Like, I was just trying to oh, get to Oh, you got one now, though. Dude. <laughs> I walked into this fucking thing, and I, and I looked at, and the fucked up part is, until I moved my finger, did I even see what the fuck it was? <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit, it's a little tribal bird. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. She <laughs> <laughs> was like, it was about the size of it. It was like an inch, inch and a half on my fucking arm. Dude, and that shit fucking hurt so bad. I thought that motherfucker was sawing me in half like a magician, dude. <laughs> And I got that tattoo, and I went home, and I thought I was the king shit, dude. Like, I fucking went to school the next day with, like, yeah. my sleeve rolled up. Like, yeah, Fonzie. Like, I had bird. a pack of marbles fucking rolled <laughs> yeah. up with my shit. 
And then I walked around school fucking, like, the first thing that ever entered any room or hallway was my shoulder before the rest of my body. Yeah. I wanted to make sure everyone seen that shit. It well, dude, like, the day before, y'all, I'm getting tattooed. And then you yeah. showed up the next day with a fucking tattoo. Yeah, yeah so. Shit, yeah. Did, it, did it make you cooler? Fuck no, I didn't make you cooler, dude. <laughs> I thought it was cooler, but no one else fucking thought it was cooler. You're just like, I just got a tattoo. What? Well, what, your, yeah. what was your first what was your first tattoo like first was, tattoo I got, I got I was 21 time. when I got my first tattoo my first tattoo was uh, it's Daffy Duck and Porky Pig as Robin Duck and and uh, Friar Pig from the Warner Brothers cartoon I'm a huge Chuck Jones fan like I, I didn't want to be a cartoonist I wanted to be I wanted to, I didn't want to be an animator I wanted to be I wanted to be a cartoonist and Warner Brothers cartoons like Daffy Duck is my favorite to this day still my favorite cartoon Tex Avery was uh, yeah, Tex and, and Tex Avery. Tex Avery is the actual. Actually, it was, it was Chuck Jones who did the actual. My images, yeah. like Tex Avery, was amazing. But Chuck the, Jones was my generation. Me, the, the yeah, the the red wolf. wolf. Remember, remember the yeah, wolf yeah, yeah. The thing where his eyes popped yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Like, the, yeah. like in Betty Boop and all that stuff. Like Tex Avery, Tex Avery. That was like that was like the birth of fucking new school to me. Was watching something stretch the imagination of like. It still looked proportionate, right? Like I'm watching animals be as like walk and talk as humans, but on top of it, watching something like the bodies go the whole length of the TV and just super. Yeah. It has so much emotion just looking at a drawing. Yeah. And then the fact that learning that somebody drew that shit with their own hands fucked my head up. I was like, man, that's that's what I want to do. I want to be, I want to be that guy that's fucking could hold someone's attention by creating something like to me yeah. that was fucking mind-blowing to me i was like that's what i want to do i want to fucking draw something that fucking people can dig and fucking just sit back and watch get know? into because yeah. i i i, I want to do the same shit i wanted to airbrush at the mall this is my three career choices and i was probably 13 or something i said i'm gonna be i'm gonna do uh caricatures at sea world because i thought that was where that one that's the only place i ever saw so yeah. i'm all, yeah i'm gonna go there and do that where i can make fun of people all day and i can draw cartoons because i still all the time draw cartoons to people and fucking talk shit and do all this stuff and then um but i wanted to do uh sea world or i wanted to draw cartoons but you know like the newspaper like this the new the the yeah, the Sunday comics. yeah i wanted to draw that i wanted to draw that and then and then um i told i would tell kids i'm like yeah, man. Like, I think I'm gonna do comics. Like, like Spider Man. I was like, I can't draw like that. <laughs> I can't draw nah, that shit. That's too good. I man. was like, but look, you ever seen like Calvin like Archie Hobbs or like Gilbert? Or you seen all yeah. these? I do you know, mean fucking Snoopy. Yeah, dude. Cool. Or like the Far Side. Like they're like science cartoons. But I was like, man, that's gotta be the life. You just draw that. I was like, guys, probably rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Those guys probably rolling in the dough, God, right? And yeah. I drew, I drew, I mailed them in to the newspaper. I drew a comic, mailed it in. You know, it's all. Did they make it right, and I was a kid. Like, of course they make it, and I was like, maybe I should try as an adult. But it's still fucking, still tight. But seeing tattooing when I first started seeing when people were like this is this is new school. I was like, this shit looks like graffiti, or it looks like you know, because we were all into that. And I was like, also I've never seen a line because I remember going on BM Easy. Do you remember BM Easy? Yeah. So you would go online and you would be like new school tattoos, and I would look at it and it would be an outline. It's like three quarters inch thick, and it would be like hard, yeah. right? And I'd seen. um I'd seen your stuff on BME Zine. You know, I didn't see your stuff till later, but then that you came out with that book. He said, you know, it's like, what's not to like? I was like, Scott Drossel, he tattoos everyone's hand in America. Like he does a chick head on everyone's hand, right? The same chick hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with that. Who started doing tattoos like that? They were all shot, like stretched out, and we're all. That's like, so, 
so before Chris Fouts, and I, and I give him credit because he was the first person I ever who I remember. Chris Fouts was Chris the editor from International of, Magazine. Uh, International Magazine. Like he was the one. He was the editor. I remember he was doing oh, like Flash. Was, okay. Yeah. yeah no, I think he got away, of, uh, throat cancer, right? Yeah, when, I that know was he had. Finally, yeah, 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 I yeah. think so. Yeah. He, he he's, he's passed on now. Um, but I remember doing my first article with him. So Chris Fouts was the uh, the guy I remember like, like he was the the magazine dude, you know. Um, what what magazine was it? Tattoo International. Ooh, the good one. The good one. Tattoo yeah. Fucking the, the good one. Yeah. But he worked for a lot of people. I got something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe's always there. But, so he was the first person I heard I ever say, like, new school, you know? But I remember, like, starting off when I would see, like, uh, Randy Muller, uh, Frank Lee. But to me, back then, like, I remember, like... Like Dave Waugh and New little, school, kid, yeah. little Vinnie Myers, like he there was a he had a a set of Flash that came out with like these leprechauns, you know, and uh, these like car engines and shit. And I remember like shit, what well, didn't didn't look right. It wasn't drawn right, but it fucking looked cool as fuck. See, no, and I, everything was on flames, and I was like, that's even fucking it was, cooler. It was on so fire. I think yeah. I think for me, like I think the the beginning of New School was like Marcus Pacheco, some of the Aaron Kane stuff, anything that was chrome. And was being tore up in a blender. Yeah, like that was like for whatever reason people get some re- yeah, chrome people got matches, and chrome and you blenders. got a match on fire, you got a lighter or a Zippo. Even if you didn't fucking smoke, it was yeah, just fucking Zippos. Zippos. Like my first my first guest spot down in Georgia, a guy, um, this guy fucking I'm not I won't name his name. He's a prick though. <laughs> um, so I went down to his shop and I was I was going to tattoo. Oh, this is a good story in a, in a really horrible way, but. So I go down to the shop and I'm, I've made it, I've got a name for myself. I've had a couple of articles and magazines. I'm going down to do a guest spot at a friend's shop uh, down in, in uh, Georgia. And um, this guy, Dave Attenito, you know, it's good, clean fun in, uh, in Snellville or Lawrenceburg or something like that, or Lawrenceville. And um, he worked for this guy down in, in Georgia. And uh, I go down there and I'm like, hey man, I know I'm coming down to your shop to do this guest spot, um, but your ex-employer wants me to come down and do a guest bout at his place for a day. He wants to, he just wants to get tattooed. Are you down with that? And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm not going to tell you what you should, should and shouldn't do, man. Like, you know, if you want to go down there and make a couple extra bucks, go ahead. I'm just going to let you know right now. He's going to fuck you. I'm like, pardon? And he's like, dude, he's going to fuck you. I'm like, when he's going to fuck me? He's like, trust me. He's a fucking douchebag. He's going to fuck you. I'm like, dude, I'm going down there. I'm going to tattoo him. I'm going to get paid. And I'm gonna leave, or he's, gonna, right. or he's gonna fuck you. Exactly. He's like, All right, cool, dude. Well, Sounds yeah. like there's there's two arrows and that's here. That's what he said. He's like, that's what he said. He goes, he's gonna fuck you. All right, cool. So I go down there. I, I rent a car. I, I drive like I, I I drove to. I drove down. No, actually, I think I I think I flew down. I don't remember now. I don't remember if I flew. Or I drove, but I went down there. I got lost going. Well, I, I hooked up with the person who would eventually become my wife, um, and we had lunch together. And this is the, like the first time I'd seen her since I'd first met her. So we had lunch together and I went to his shop. I got lost going to his shop. So I showed up like a half hour late. Um, he's already there and he's like, oh man, you're fucking late. And I'm like, yeah, dude, sorry. I mean, you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm from New York. Like it's a little easier to get around. You're in the country. So I get to the shop and he's like, all right, cool, man. So uh, my wife wants to get this tattoo. And I'm like, whoa, what do you mean your wife wants to get tattooed? And he's like, yeah, my wife wants this tattoo. 
And I'm like, dude, we, we talked about this on the phone. Like, I said, dude, I didn't have talk, time. You talked to two people on the phone. And I talked to one person on the phone. And I said, he, when he mentioned his wife wanting to get tattooed, I made it clear. I was like, no, nah, dude, I'm going to tattoo you, and then I got to bounce. I'm not, I'm not here to tattoo you. I'm, you know, I'm not here to work all day. I just want to tattoo you, and I got to go. He's like, man, but she really wants to get tattooed. You know, she took the day off of work, and, you know, she's got someone to watch the kids, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, cool, dude, man. What does she want? She's like, well, it's totally up your, totally up your alley, dude. And he sends me this, he shows me this cross, like this religious looking thing, but it's like totally new school. And it's something he drew. And I'm like, she wants this. And he's like, yeah, man, you could do it in like your style, but I, you know, I, I drew it. So if you want to do it like that, that's cool too. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, dude. And she's getting on like a lower back or something like that. So this tattoo is like, it's probably like a two hour tattoo. What year was this? When was this? This would have been 90, uh, 93. 94, 95, 95, probably 94, 95. So the directions you were still like turn left at the fucking like you. Had yeah, exactly. This is before like any kind of GPS. So, so I had thing. like you were going out there. It was a thing. Yeah, I had like I literally had to look up like you know look up fucking directions like you know go to AAA and get a fucking map and fuck it. That's literally how we did it. Like AAA getting trip takes and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, cool, dude. I tattoo her for like two hours and she quits on. So I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, cool, whatever. Now it's like fucking 3.30 in the afternoon. You know what I mean? And he, he's like, all right, man. So this is what I want. And he pulls out a picture that he drew. And it's a fucking girl sitting on a Jack Daniels bottle with dice. It's like a man's ruin. It's a play on man's ruin. But it's a fucking lower half sleeve. Like, it's literally the fucking better portion of his fucking lower arm. And I'm like, dude, no. It sounds like the first guy started... To tell you that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is me getting fucked. Yeah. You're, you're you're sore, right? The beginning of getting fucked. So, so here I am getting fucked. Here I am getting fucked. I was like, you're kidding me, right? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, no. And he's like, what do you mean no? And I'm like, motherfucker, I came here to tattoo you. You made me tattoo your wife. She quit on me. And now you want me to do this giant ass fucking seven hour fucking tattoo at 4.30 in the afternoon. I'm like, no, I'm not planning on doing this. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, and on top of that, it's not even something I fucking drew. Like, I want something, I want to do something that I want to do, not something that you drew for me. Get somebody else to fucking do it. Make a long story short, he's like, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, dude, I'll do And at that time, I was doing these little devil girls, like little fetish devil, devil girls. So I drew a devil girl on, like, sitting on a heart, like hump, dry humping a heart. And uh, knocked that thing out in like two hours. And then while I'm there, he's like, man, I really want to get this chrome lighter, a Zippo lighter on the inside of his wrist with like the reservoir dogs, like these, these four guys like on the, on the lighter. And I'm looking at the fucking clock and I just want to get out of here now at this point. So I do that on it. Now it's like fucking 8.30 at night. And I'm fucking pissed because I had me. I, I was supposed to meet Dave, my friend Dave, for dinner. Dude, Dave's at his house clapping. Exactly. <laughs> he's just like, fucking you know, he's like, dude, Dave's all, like, hey, you know dude. He's like, he looked at his watch. He's all, like, what time is it? It's about time to go. So, dude, I literally, so I get the fucking thing done and he's like, all right, cool, man. So, what do I owe you? And I'm like, well, I tattooed your wife. I did this thing on you and I did that. And now, in the back of my mind, I'm starting to feel bad because he didn't really get what he wanted. He got to do what I, I, I did, what I wanted to do and whatever. So I forgot what, I don't even remember what I told him, but I, I throw a number out there and he's like, all right, cool, man. Who do I make the check out to? I'm like, check. <laughs> Dude, he <laughs> fucking said like, it. He are you fucking kidding it. me? And the fucked up thing is, 
out of the corner of my eye, I see another fella sitting there, this guy named Jamie McNish, who I eventually became really, really, really good friends with. He is very good friends with, he eventually went to work with Dave Fatinito, my good friend, who told me I was gonna get fucked. I see out of the corner of my eye, I can see Jamie literally hunch his shoulders and like bury himself further into the tattoo he's doing. Like he knows but what's the, going but on. But the right guy's now. looking at you right in your face. And looking like, at me check? dead in the fucking eye. Who do goes, I make the check out to? Who do I make the check out to? And I literally looked at him, I go, pardon me? What do you mean check? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm on the road. Like, like I flew, like I just drove down here from fucking, from New York. Like, what do you mean check? Like, I need cash, motherfucker. Like, A, name a fucking tattoo shop in the fucking 90s that took a fucking check. And now you're going to tell me, as a shop owner, that you're going to cut me a check for the tattoos you do? I'm like, no fucking way, man. I'm like, roll one of your, and he looks at him and he goes, he goes, well, man, like, uh, I don't got the kind of cash on me. I'm like, roll one of your fucking employees, dude. I want my fucking money. Now I'm arguing. We're arguing in the front room of his fucking shop. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, fucking Dave is right. This fucking dude is fucking me. I'm like, God damn it. So he's finally like, he's like, well, dude, you're going to be at this convention this weekend, right? And it, it was a thing called Dragon Con. If you ever been to Atlanta, it's a comic book uh, uh, um, sci-fi fantasy convention. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to be there all day Saturday. He's like, well, dude, I'm going to be there all day Saturday, too. I'm just going to give you the check, take the check, and I, I'll, I'll bring cash with me on Saturday. I'm like, all right, cool, dude, whatever. Give me my check. I got to get the fuck out of here. Gives me the check. I leave. Saturday comes, and lo and behold, the cocksucker doesn't show up. Motherfucker doesn't show up. He doesn't show up, Joe? He would <laughs> He fucked you over the course of the days, dude. You know what the fucking best part of the best fucking story is? that you thought he was actually going to show up. No, I knew he wasn't going to show up. That's the worst part. I knew he wasn't going to show up. as soon as you were like, so I take the check and I was all... Oh, no. This is the thing that drives me out of my fucking mind. So Dave had this guy dead to fucking rights. And this is one of these things... Did you tell Dave about it already? Oh, no, of course. Dude, I came home. When I got to Dave's shop, that motherfucker looked like the Cheshire fucking cat. He was sitting in his fucking door of his shop, smoking a fucking cigarette, Laughing grinning ear to fucking ear, going, and I'm just like, whatever, dude. Let's just go get something to eat because I gotta get. I, I can't. I gotta get a drink. And then, he, and then you looked up at the wall, dude, and he had like a poster print of a thousand checks, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no. I mean, check this. But fucking Saturday comes, motherfuckers nowhere to be found. Dude, I lost my fucking mind. That was the end. Like, so this fucking cocksucker eventually goes on to make a fucking tattoo magazine. Did you cash the check? Oh, yeah. The check cash. No, there's, I mean, dude, trust me. If that didn't <laughs> cash, hold the fuck on. This would be a completely different conversation we'd be having right now. I'm still going to call him a cocksucker. I'm still going to call him a dirty piece of shit. I'm still going to call him a worthless pile of garbage. And anybody who knows who this fucking cock... Like, I mean, there's... Because I've told this story... <laughs> Countless fucking times, okay. And I, you, you, you. Well, you may not know. You're pretty. You're, you're more I don't young. Know if I would know. I We're would. just youngsters. Just me and Randy. Who it is? I'm young. We're just young no, men. No, so. just keep, keep the name. I kind of want to say like this. Blink it in more well, I'll put it this way: it was a trade magazine. It was somebody who was kind of in our industry, and incredible for whatever fucking reason, not one person listens to what somebody else has to say. They put this cocksucker and his magazine on a fucking pedestal. Philip Blue has done work with, has, has had articles in this fucking magazine. He did a thing with Marcus Pacheco, wasted everybody's fucking time on that one. You know it. You, you fucking know it. 
So I don't, I don't want to get you in trouble. Just I don't want to the story. Just... I'm sticking to the fucking story. I'm telling everybody it's a fucking piece of shit because nobody in this industry pays attention to whatever happened before. Uh, we didn't know well, about I mean, the check, Joe. Fucking, you we didn't, didn't know. Your friend said you were about to get fucked, and you still. Well, this, is, this is me telling everybody else they're gonna get fucked. Well, that guy's he's not. I mean, honestly, he's fucking over. It doesn't matter. I'll stay I mean, away from him if you want me to. It doesn't. Matter. There's nothing to stay away from. I'm pretty certain. Dude, this guy's yeah, I was like, you. Just tell me, I Joe. Go, I will. Joe. I'll stay away if from. This guy's me, already not gonna go. This guy's already himself. I take I take advice extremely well. If you were like, hey, I'll do that. But that's the thing. It's that's how crazy that was. It was just one of those things like you don't listen to somebody and you go. You, you, you know what it is? It's like, I think that's one of the biggest issues. You give somebody the benefit of the doubt and you take it in the ass. And I, I was telling you a story earlier. Yeah, it's yeah, the same yeah, fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. It's one of those things you try to give people the benefit of the doubt. It just doesn't fucking pay. So this guy was just laying pipe with cool tattooers or what? He was just fucking everybody? Uh, for the most part. Most everybody who worked for him. For the, so my friend Jamie, God rest his soul, he passed. But um, he basically, he got fucked by him. Like when he left, two years later, IRS came knocking on the door. And they were just Holy like, yeah, she used to work for this such and such and blah, 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 blah. And he got nailed. So to the point where he literally like, like he, he let word out. He's like, yeah, you tell that motherfucker if I ever see him, I'm putting a bullet in his head. Like he was, he was out of it. He was done. What? Like this guy burns some bridges. So, so going back to the beginning of the story, we were talking about tattoo So magazine. chrome lighters. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it. Even if curious. you didn't smoke. I, I, got it, about, got it. I got the crown lighters. Yeah, so like, yeah, Chris Fouts and 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 Tattoo International. So the so International Tattoo Magazine. So I left New Hampshire in two thousand, the end of two thousand two, two thousand three. I go to work at Darkside Tattoo. Um, I took a I took a spot at Darkside. I was renting a room at Darkside in New Haven, in East Haven, Connecticut, and um, I'm there about three months. And the manager at the shop, this guy Joey Apartments, comes in and he goes, "Hey, man." His name is Joey Apartments. Yeah, well, his name is Joey Rotolo, but they call him Joey Apartments because he used to he used to crash in other people's houses. So they called him Joey Apartments. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a fucking cool name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Joey Joey, Joey Apartments. Joey I like that. <laughs> so he comes into my room and he's like, uh, "Joe, uh, Chris Fouts is on the on the phone," and I'm like, "And?" And he's like, "It's fucking Chris Fouts." Now, up until this time, I had been published by every magazine, including it, including what what year was this? This would have been 2003. Because I've asked every everybody I meet who does like the new school stuff. Well, hey, how this how this happened? Because there wasn't there wasn't 200,000 people doing it. There was there was like a handful. Yeah, but it, 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 you got to keep in mind though, and, they, and it's like kind of what I said yesterday. It's like it was a handful of people when a magazine came out. If there were five of those pictures in that magazine, every one of those photos stood out. Like when you did a color portrait or you did a color pinup that wasn't uh, a traditional Americana piece, it stood out. Like, and that's what got me my, that's what got me my, my- Were you my, always drawing chicks? Yeah, I was I was a huge fan of like Hajime Soriyama, hey, these are average guys, Hajime Soriyama, Olivia, um, heavy metal album covers, fucking Michael Whelan, like all these artists that, like Hajime Soriyama and fucking Olivia were known for pinups. Um, I was also a huge fan. Was doing the chrome. Do yeah, he was doing all the chrome shit. He was doing all the chrome shit. So I, I mean, I have all those books from like the early '80s. Yeah. Like I was a huge fan of Gil Elvgren, George Petty, fucking. Uh, yeah. No. Well, not so. I. Well, that like, was yes, my but not. Yeah. I like the animated. Like stuff. I was more Everybody of like I was the vintage pinup. Going towards like hand drawn stuff, not life drawn. Like I like looking at like. Uh, Bill Ward, like you look at like a lot of those, not Bill Ward, um, 
talking about the older older guys yeah, or like newer the guys? Yeah, pinup stuff, like the old 50s, 60s pinup stuff. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the more animated kind of style of stuff, yeah. I mean, but like when you looked at like the, the, the Esquire magazines, like George Petty, yeah. Alberto Vargas, fucking... Vargas and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, like... So when you look at that stuff, it's like, it looked very realistic looking, you know? It looked very realistic looking. Where I lent more towards like an animated style, where it was yeah. like they were drawing it like... I don't want to say like you looked at like well Tex Avery and those guys like, you looked at like kind of like the Playboy cartoons but it was like everything was very over exaggerated to me that was like like before there was a you know a title or a word of new school it was yeah. like I just liked the fact that it was super animated but it still had like that realistic feel to it like the one of my my uncle well, came to a, a magazine a called Cartoons it. it was like an old book uh, like a comic book from like the 70s where they just took like hot rods and, and chicks and shit like that and fucking just animated and draw them out like fucking super cool like Ed Roth Stanley Mouse style where it was just super over exaggerated you know between the cars and the people oh, yeah, yeah, they had this yeah. thing that, I mean if, you, if, if you've never seen that uh, a comic book called Cartoons do yourself a look it up or, or pick them up if you can you know just the, the artwork and it's fucking cool man it's like super super cool um, and it was like before like the, the whole birth of the whole in, in tattooing I remember like in the early, the late 90s early 2000s like that whole tiki movement was yeah. like really oh big, yeah you know? well, when I went to your house and I saw I was like holy shit I've never seen a tiki glass <laughs> like like for real and I was like Joe he's all look at my shit and it was like this wall I was like it's cool shit that, and he's like and that's only a ceramic panther like look at this I was like holy shit I used yeah. to have some like pretty cool art deco stuff well yeah. so at that moment, I had been published by most magazines. You know what I mean? And International Tattoo Magazine was one of the few magazines I never got published. And I used to send photos. like, like So I used to tell everybody back in the day, make a stack of photos, get every single magazine you can get, and send them to me. Now, don't send five photos. Don't send three photos. Send a fucking stack. Because that's what's going to get noticed. That's back when you used to take photos. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah, you, yeah photos, you used to waste yeah. a whole roll of film on one tattoo. Well, we, how we do you talk about how, film? How, film is out? Yeah, so for the younger kids in here, there's a thing called a camera that you used to put. That's film not in your phone. Of the back. Yeah. Before oh, phones. I was the SD card era, and it used to be like a ritual to go to Walgreens, and you're trying to look at the little picture, and you're all. It's 200 pictures of one tattoo. Yeah. The tattoo's not fucking good. It's not, it's not like yeah. it started out sick. Dude, I have I have boxes of negatives. I have boxes of those. When it was the uh, when the round negative thing, it was the disc camera, I think it was called. Yeah. So, make a long story short, this guy's on the fucking phone, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. And Because I didn't give a shit. International Magazine, fuck it. I don't care. It's a great magazine, and they won't touch my shit, so who gives so a fuck? Bitter. So you, yeah, you have no fucking idea. Fucking fucking bitter as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck Sorry, yeah, dude. Man. You fucking spend your entire fucking, up until that point, like your fucking nine years, ten years tattooing, pushing stuff and pushing stuff and pushing stuff, and admiring a fucking magazine, and you can't get into it? Imagine every little fucking, you know, young guy who never got into a fucking magazine looking at me and being like, Fuck that dude, he's not that good. And they have every reason to think that way. You know what I mean? I didn't think that way about the artist, I thought that way about the magazine. And finally the guy's like, dude, it's fucking international man. Fucking take the take the phone call. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll take the fucking phone call. I get up and he's like, hey Joe, it's Chris Bowles, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, yeah, man, like, so uh, we really want to do something with you, man. Like, you're interested in doing an article? And I'm like, not really, dude. And he's like, what? And I'm like, dude, I've been sending stuff to you for fucking six years. You've never once published my shit. Like straight up, just I was like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna say it. 
And he, he comes out and tells me, he's like, well, you know, me and, me and my editor at the time didn't quite see eye to eye on you. So obviously someone had an issue with, the, with me at the magazine uh, and didn't particularly you know, care for me or my work. Did you, I, mean, yeah, I, I get that. It was a female, it was a woman, it was a woman editor from what I understand and she just didn't dig on what I was doing. I mean, I was doing some pretty raw shit back then. You know what I mean? Like I was doing, you know, I'd go to conventions with fucking porno magazines because most of what I was doing was pinups and a lot of it was really lewd. There was a time, there was like years where I was just doing some ill yeah, shit. Can you imagine people. trying to do that shit nowadays? No, if you're not you'd a be, woman, you'd, nobody's going to date with it. You'd be butchered going to a convention. You'd be like, that's sexist motherfucker. Oh, I remember I have a set of the coop flash, dude. The, yeah, it's amazing. All the, all the devils, great. right? And, the, and somebody told me, like, oh, I used to kick around here in Oklahoma, you know? And I was like, I'd, first of all, I couldn't ever tattoo it. Like, I, you know, like you got to pack solid red for the whole body. Yeah. Perfect. And I was like, that's hurdle one. Yeah. I can't like do a tribal solid, but I got to do tribal red. You got to do nah, red. And he's I'm like, good. all right, so I want two devils fucking each other. I'm like, do I have the pat to flash for you? Right. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you, you could sell it. Dude. But that devil guy, I've tattooed the devil guy with the cigar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A bunch of times. Dude, Coop's a super tremendous tattooer. I mean, uh, 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 Artist. Pop artist, pop yeah. artist, you know. But yeah, so it's just one of those things. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll send you some stuff. And I had an article in International. So, and then who? How? What? What were the new school people? Who were the new school people? Like and I said, for me, so like new school before new school came out. The people because you told I me when to, we were eating tacos in, in in Florida. You're like, I was eating. I was like, hey, I've always wondered this. You're like, yeah, and it was like three cents. And I was like, oh shit, all right, well, <laughs> okay, that solves that. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, I looked at like it was. The guys at the time, I would probably say like Randy Muller, Frank Lee, um, you know, oh, you had, you had Dave Waugh, Vinnie Vinny, Myers. Dave Waugh. But then again, there um, were a lot Deutsch. of West Coast guys, Dave Long. Even guy, and, and yeah. those guys weren't considered, they weren't really considered new school because they were, they it were older. School, it wasn't they were like my either. generation tattooer, it was but they were of. guys who came in doing like, like, um, um, uh, why am I drawing a fucking blank on his name? Oh my God. Um, like Marcus? No, 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 no. Um, it's not. He's not Dave Lom. It's that'll um, come to me. But it, it was guys who came into the industry admiring that dude, and they were they were doing traditional Americana stuff. But then they were kind of turning it on its ear. Like when you looked at old Eddie Deutsch stuff, it was traditional, but he did it with a with a bit of a, a bit of a twist. Yeah. You know what I mean, it didn't go crazy twist, but he had a bit of a twist to it. So it was never uber traditional. You know what I mean? So that to me, that to me was the beginning of what anybody well, would consider old. I think too at the time, uh, you started seeing like very Dan Hicks segregated, oh, not Hicks. segregated is a word, but like very area specific on style. Well, yeah, I mean West now, Coast with with tattooing before there was there was traditional tattooing, but then there was Texas traditional. Like Texas had its own flavor. Of traditional style tattooing, which was just like, kind of was an like, overflow of like yeah. West Coast, like San Francisco. Like yeah. San Francisco was like the mecca. It, it had like a mixture of both. Like that's when I started seeing like variable lines. It wasn't just like a bold line and everything else. You yeah, know? you seen like that merge of like how the West Coast was doing a lot of like single needle fine line, soft black and gray. East Coast was doing a lot more of the traditional like lining with a fourteen. You know, coloring with the fucking no. East Coast know. back then when I first started was everything was tight three and fucking. But it was like, but there was like the switch when you started seeing like the different morphs. I, I know, I noticed the difference just in real life. Seeing seeing normal people's tattoos in New York when I go to the subway, and they all have like 
they have tats. They have they have traditional tattoos. Yeah. A lot of them, like the old guy, he's like the old fucking yeah. the old trash dude. He's got a bunch of traditional tats, you know. And I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Because on the West Coast, we didn't see that. People didn't have that. Right. You know, they had a, they had a lot of black and gray. There's a lot of biker shit. It was, it was mostly, you know, what I what I at least what I was seeing or what was around me was a lot of like. And you know, I think I think too, it's like that's like that question is going to be different and that answer is depending on the, depending the on crowd you're asked, talking you know, about the era right. that you ask it you know like growing like, up I just time. noticed it from when I started out and being able to kind of hit like the my earlier part of conventions and stuff like seeing Texas really had like I remember going there and seeing Randy Muller and then looking at like Frank Lee stuff in Texas but then like it's the first time I met Chris Trevino and Chris Trevino doing like his Japanese style. But yeah, but dude, style Trevino didn't start out as a Japanese artist. He Trevino didn't. started out as one of the guys, like one of the guys I consider to be kind of new school. Yeah, taking so goofy he was, ideas he was and just looking at that stuff, head. but he was adding his flavor to it. So to me, when you look at guys like that, like they probably won't consider themselves new school. But I would say, for me to develop my style, that you looked new at school, that. I looked at those guys because they were doing something that was completely different than what it should be. They just added their thumbprint to it, and it was fucking mind-blowing. It was so fucking dope, because I was like, dude, that fucking dragon's got sunglasses on. Like, holy shit. Well, you know, it like, looked so good the as fuck, a tattoo. Man, like, it, it lended itself so well to tattooing, because it was you know, just it different and new. Well, yeah. because yeah. That, you know, and that's the thing you got to keep in mind, that all these motherfuckers that bitch on fucking new school artists, or they bitch on anybody with their own fucking style, because it doesn't look like a tattoo. It's like, dude, it's still following all the same exact fucking rules. So what's still, the problem? Yeah, we it's still still got all the lines and still got everything. And that that was my first pull into tattooing. I was like, oh, I want to do this. I was showing Jimmy my Prisma color flash, and I was like, hey, yeah. you know, uh, like last year or something, we did that, and Jimmy sent me that. And he was telling me like shit that I wish I knew. <laughs> like I couldn't draw that good, but he was like, oh, you do this and this, and I was all fucking all right. And I was like, <laughs> in a shop I owned, I was like, I'm gonna remember that. Okay, that's a good idea. Well, that's the thing. Like, I learned how to do colored pencil work with one of the guys I worked with. This guy was a, a like an art student or whatever, and he, we used to work with colored pencils, but really, really fucking archaic. And then this kid came in. And he's like, yeah, you could do this, you could do this, you could do this. And realistically, anything you can do with Prisma colored pencils on Bristol, you could pretty much do on skin. It realistically, it, I mean, it translated, it translated super translates well. incredibly well. But I mean, realistically, if you're learning to draw on paper with colored pencils, you could do almost all that shit on skin. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's which, not much of a difference. Because I know, for aging. I know, uh, painting, painting versus using colored pencils. Colored pencils actually, like you're holding it, you're making, you're making yeah, it happen. You're making, you're, you're pushing those fucking shades. You're, you're making you're pushing, it. Like I mean, it's almost like whip shading with a fucking mag. I mean, it's not yeah. much different. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think I always thought colored pencils made more sense. And I get the the idea of wanting, I mean, that's what the guys back in the day had. So they used watercolor, spit shading, whatever. And I get it. That looks amazing. But it's, it. but for me, that's not how I work. It's not how, I, I mean, I still to this day have a hard time breaking my stuff down to be that way. Do you still air, airbrush flash? Do you still I, do No, I don't, I don't, I never airbrush flash. I always did flash with either, with markers, like like alcohol markers and, and, and colored pencil. Always colored pencil. Well, the, the toned paper thing, I remember the first time I saw it. The toned paper, so that was the came out with Brett. Well, I did that, yeah, with Brett. Like me and, well, so I think it was, I don't remember if it was Eric or I, like we, start, we started working on, on uh it's called tracing vellum it's it's vellum is like a toothy a toothy uh 
It's like, like transparent thick. paper. It's like, it's like the thick version yeah. of tracing paper. It's exactly. Good. And it's got a really nice tooth to it. And the nice thing was about that was, like, if you look in that book you got that, that What's Not yeah. to Like, a lot of the images are done on tracing vellum. And the nice thing about that is you can do your image and the paper and the, even the colored pencil stays a bit transparent. So what I would do, and you could put that that paper on top of other paper, whether it be a solid color or, or textured color or whatever, and that actually comes through and it gives you a background. So you don't have to actually paint or do anything background. But what I would do is turn the image over and paint opaque white or opaque black or opaque some other color behind the image that I did colored pencil on the opposite side. And it basically gives you a base that's transparent against the background that you're laying the piece against. So I could put it against a leopard print fucking background, but the girl... Yeah, it was like drawing on glass. Yeah, it was almost, yeah. almost so like drawing on glass. Yeah, because yeah, Jimmy was telling me about that. He was like, hey, you know, and I was like, hey, that's... I still have that's a good. handful of those pieces, very few, like one or two. I've sold most of them from way back in the day. But um, I have one or two still that are on, on vellum. And I, every now and again, I, I mean, I, I still have, because we collected so much, so many art supplies from back in the day. So I would always do a little combination. But as far as flash was concerned, it was always colored pencils. I never really did much with airbrushing. I think I want to see, I want to see more of it. I've seen some people still doing it. And I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen like the, the, the tone paper. Like I've seen Jimmy draw with the tone paper and shit like that. Like I fucking, I love that shit. So Dude, much. It's, love, it's fucking cool as shit. I mean, I, I, it bums me out that I don't do a lot of it anymore because it's just, it's hard to find the, the time and energy and, or even the, just the inspiration to do some of it sometimes. But I think, I think what's gotten me, and this is bringing it down a little a notch, but it's like, I think what bothers me now about creating art is the fact that it doesn't sell as fast as it did. Like, I mean, again, maybe well, I had we, my time. Uh, we, we were that. talking, because I remember I thought my foot in the door, because you said that first book you made, right? Yeah. You sold We sold ton. nine. We sold, so the, 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 the What's Not to Like and the very first sketchbook, they came out together. They came out uh, tandem, kind of. Um, we sold uh, we sold 9,000 copies of What's Not to Like, and I probably sold about 8,500 copies of the sketchbook. God damn. And that, but that's over the course of a few years and stuff. Because I remember Jimmy had a bunch of them big books. They were just, it was like outlines and sketches. How many books did you have all together? Oh, you did with Tony, right? Well, me and Tony Sabaro did two of a kind. Two books were... together. Because everybody, you want to hear a funny backstory from the outside point of view is we thought you were the same fucking dupe. We thought one of you was the same dupe pretending to be a different dupe. So you were the same dupe. <laughs> <laughs> that was all. It's like some kind of you know, some kind of, it, you know, alter ego. And then you want to know the reference to? I was like, like Brock Brooks, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, wow. I, I didn't know that's another a, alter that's ego. That's weird because it's such a common, that's just a new, like <laughs> Garth was with you around back then. Jesus I don't Christ. know why, why, that was what I thought in my brain. I think you just fucking offended Jimmy, dude. You look like you I'm smelled like, dog shit when you said that. I thought you were the same dude. And then I met, I went to the Pomona show and it was like one of the first conventions I So went. he used to do the Pomona show back yeah. in the day, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I remember we were, you know, I went to the Pomona show and we had like this plan, but all of us wore like the same shop shirt, dude. All of us wore our shop shirt. We're like, yeah, we're going to be fucking sick. And like, I had no idea, right? And like I told you, the only other show I'd been to was, uh, no, I, I went to the first Cell City after that, um, the Pomona show. And I remember seeing this guy was I, I was trying to tattoo. I thought I would tattoo a lot. I'd always heard everybody, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna fucking, anyway, we we're next to a dude who sells like leather handbags and another guy who just sells. Come on, it was a shit show. Was and, a it, and it was a million booths. We were in the farthest fucking corner, you know? 
And I was like, all right, man, we're going to tattoo. And everybody immediately was all getting hammered right now. And I was all, yeah. Yeah. tattooing? Not here. <laughs> and like, yeah. you, you came to the wrong show. <laughs> Dude, so every, everyone I work with, half of them smashed. The other dudes, we're, try, we're trying our fuck. I mean, like, I've sold tats, dude. I've lived the life. I've lived tattoo to tattoo. And I have, I mean, you know, at a convention, I didn't understand. I was like, okay, I'll be right back. Or the guys, like, I'll be right back. And they like disappear. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck? I was like, it cost me this much money. I don't have any money. I'm not going to. So I had talked to dude. This guy's like, I want to get a grenade. And I was like, I don't give a fuck what happens today. I'm tattooing this. Like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You're getting it from me. No questions asked. Yeah. And he goes, he's trying to describe a grenade. And this is before, you know. Internet. And... Yeah, 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 of course. I well, mean, that was the beginning of the internet. It was right? the beginning. But we didn't afford it. I had a cricket phone. Man, I had a flip phone. <laughs> the screen was fucking, didn't work. Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a piece <laughs> of a shit. crack in it. Yeah. So I tried to draw a grenade. And I tried to do like new school. I was trying to hook it up. So I did it. And I, you know, I drew it from him telling me what this. And I was like, oh, a grenade. Like this. He's all, no, no, no. It's like this. It's got these bumps. I was all, no problem. And I'm trying to draw a grenade, and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be sick. I thought it was sick, right? I could probably redraw so like a grenade. So like an apple with purpose. Yeah, pretty similar, yeah. but it has bumps on it, like a, like a pineapple <laughs> kind of, you know. And so anyway, he was like, okay, well, I'll be right back. I was like, no, you're not. You're going to be right here, and we're going to do it right <laughs> you're now. Gonna be right, you're not, you're not you're fucking going to right There's no, down. you can leave your wallet, but yeah. I was like, okay, we're tattooing it. And I tattooed it, and I was like, you know, in the row, you could see down toward the center where shit was mattered, apparently. Um, you know, you had Tony Super and we're like, holy shit, bro. Like, you know, like, that's him for real. Look at him, he's doing a fuck. Oh, it's gonna be sick, you know? And then go next, and it was like these dudes from Japan doing a goddamn bodysuit with the headlamp on. Yeah. Dude, they're smashing some dude's whole life to pieces, you yeah. know? And then the next one, it's like the best dude you never heard of. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? You know, and then you got like, the color portrait guys and you're like, oh man, you know, I'm part of this team now, right? <laughs> like, that's yeah. what I, 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 made that's what I, like, I made it. I made it. it. I, I made, it. made it. I was like, I paid to be here, right? <laughs> like I paid, to, like it hurt all of us. Tattooed this grenade on this guy and it was so fucking terrible. I tried to do like the blue highlight, everything. I was like, look, you do the dark, right? And you do the blue, his friends are all pumping it up and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And like more goes on. I was like, oh fuck, man, this is not good. This is a this is a bad problem. So I band, I get done, I go, check it out. And he's all, yeah, I like it. And he turns around, I'm all whack, dude, bandaged it like I was catching yeah. like an animal. Like I bandaged it. I put a lot of tape. I was like, don't take this off forever. Until it starts to stink. Don't leave bad. it on the rest of your life. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, don't take this off. How do you feel about long sleeve shirts? <laughs> yeah. Till you get home. Yeah. Okay. And he's all, no problem. No problem. Right. And he five paid, minutes later, five minutes later, he's all, ooh, I, thought, I saw that thing in a tumbleweed come back down. And I was all, oh, hey, hey, man, you're not bandaged. That's nasty. That's why that's I, I was like, my crutch, that's dirty. And he's like, I don't care about anything. I'm drunk. And I was like, hey, man, why don't you come back to the booth, dude? Couldn't, I couldn't. I was trying to rodeo clown him. I was like, hey, look over here. Come on. Come on back. Exactly. Let's bandage that really hard. And he went around to every fucking boot. Oh, yeah. And he was all, check this out. Look what I've got. And I was all, fuck my life. Right? And I saw him show Tony. I was like, oh, fuck. I put a gun in my mouth, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put that grenade I just tattooed on you in my fucking face and then blow myself up. I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, oh, yeah, all right. That's Tony. Oh, yeah. Tony's not going to say a bad thing. Oh, isn't it? Isn't it? All right, man. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't tattoo. (laughs) Yeah. You You did get tattooed. And then... There was some kind of I don't know I he did because he you know I don't I don't know what the fuck he would have done if he'd have been like 
hey, that tattoo fucking sucks. And whoever did it, you should fucking send him down here so I can tell him he sucks, right? <laughs> like, I don't know that's what I thought was going to happen. And then so I waited like two hours. And then this, and then, and then I was like, I'm going to go say something to him. I'm going to go say what's up. Ask him if he saw my tat. And I was like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got scared. Oh, no, I didn't no, do no. it. And then he got up, he walked away. And I was like, all right, tomorrow, Sunday, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him what's up, right? And then uh, I go over there. I build the courage, right? And this, I have no money, dude. I spent all my money. I bought like a thousand bottles of Eternal, right, of colors. I didn't even know what the fuck were. Like the dude was like, you want to buy this? I was like, sure. It was like the dark concentrate set. And oh, I was God. like, this purple's too dark. He's like, yeah, it's like the beginning. And I was like, I don't understand. I can't do it. I still have it. I still have it here at the shop. That first, really? Yeah. So there was a guy. I don't like you. Keep talking. I so, that, so I go to him and I'm all. Hey man, it's really nice, you know, really nice to meet you. And he was like, Oh man, hey, what's up? And he's got these long ass prints for sale, right? And he did a bunch of those. Yeah, the long the ass prints, and he's got all this, and he's got like, that geisha cool one. And I was like, oh, for sure, tattoo that, you know. And then he was like, Oh yeah, hey man, you have an armrest? I was like, I do, I do have an armrest. And he was like, You uh you think I could use it? Because he was trying to pop it. He was gonna be like, Well, you didn't use it on the tattoo yesterday. <laughs> right? I never was that I, guy running up I the still never, I still never admitted. That I ever did that. I was like, oh, you never told him. No, it's not talking about it. No, I got scared immediately. At, at first, I was gonna be like, right, we're same. And I was like, no, we're not. Okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna check myself back. Okay, I'm just not, I'm not built for this shit right here. And he's like trying to prop on, he's trying to pop a paper towel on 16 chairs and do all. And I was like, hey, you got an armrest? Yeah. So I gave him an armrest, right? And I told everybody, I was like, hey, don't see what's in my armrest right now. Okay. So, so we're down. Yeah, we're down we're one. Down. So if you need to do a tattoo, no one's tattooing. They're all drunk. A dude is sleeping on top of a cooler under the table. He's asleep because he's hammered, right? And people are like kicking him in his back and shit. Like they're trying to look at the stuff and they're like kneeing him in the back. And he's all, oh, like, <laughs> and I'm all, yeah, 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 it's good. Everything's going great. You know, it's Sunday. And I had, not, I think I had 40 bucks. I think I started, I spent for, I, I, I landed at 40 bucks somehow, right? And um, so the last thing I walk around, and I see this guy selling like ice creams out of this thing. And like Tony had drawn like a monkey, and the monkey has all these ice creams. I was like, oh, fucking sick, tattoo ice cream. Like, I don't know what my brain was like, yeah, tat ice cream. <laughs> you know, like you see the astronaut ice cream, and I was like, this is like for tattooing though, you know? Yeah. And then they go over, and he's like, oh, I love just frozen bananas, chocolate frozen bananas. And I was all, well, I've never, I've never eaten that. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll eat it, you know? And I fucking spent like eight of my dollars on a chocolate banana. And I'm walking around, and I think things are cool. And I'm eating this chocolate banana. Like, it's like I'm sucking a fucking dick. I'm walking around this entire <laughs> cock. And I walk past Tony and I'm all, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> He's all like stinky monkey, huh? He's got a banana. Right? right? He's like, you do know what stinky monkey yeah. means, right? And I was like, this dude. Yeah, how's that arm rest, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want to rest that arm? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I was like, what the? I don't, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, right? And I go back, and my guy's like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? You're bringing this whole. That dude's sleeping on a cooler, and he's cooler than you right now. That guy, we value him the more. The guy that's as getting a member. kicked in the back is fucking way better in life than you are. And he's like, you got to throw this away. And I was like, are you He's like, dude, I want to eat my banana. I want to eat my chocolate. I couldn't eat it. So you have to like chew on it. And I was like, oh, this is all problems. And like, I can feel myself. I can feel the embarrassment again. Talking about how stupid it was. And I got done. And then that same time, someone's like, because I was like 19. I was like 18 or 19. They're like, hey, you need to go meet this guy. He tattoos a lowrider tattoo, okay? And he's young too. And that'd be really cool. He's like 18, 19. I was like, oh, cool, man. 
Probably like the same level of shit. And I go over to Lowrider, but they have like an f- actual Lowrider in there. It's like a fucking show. Yeah, Lowrider's no joke. And I was like, holy they, they, they fucking guy, shit. Yeah. I thought that was, I didn't know that was our shop. I thought that was like part of the whole convention or something. Yeah, no, like, no, nice. that's just our shop. We have a complete Lowrider. We got three booths for this insane, amazing Lowrider, right? And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, hey, this is this is John, dude. You should meet him. This is John Cha. He was, I, think yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce uh, that. June. 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 Is it June? Yeah. I apologize. So, I believe, I, although, to be honest, I don't know. I just, I, just I, I, I've never heard it. So they go, hey, you should meet him. And he's there. And I was like, oh, he's young too. And he has these stacks of portfolios that are like this, bro, like four, like, like this. Phone this, books. Phone yeah. books of this yeah, shit. Yeah, got phone books. And he's like, oh, hey, how you doing? He was incredibly nice, right? And I was like, yeah, I tattooed you too. I'm like, no, he's like, oh, me too, man. That's really cool. I see my grenade. Yeah. And I was off. <laughs> Let me take let me take a look at your flash. And I flip it and I was like, oh shit, bro. You drew all this? And I'll flip it again. And it's like every flash sheet is like smashed. And it's like Jaguar with this. It's all color pencil. It's all good. And this just goes on for so many days. <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh, all right, cool. And like, oh man, yeah, you guys should hang out. I was like, I can't ever fucking talk to that dude again. Okay. That guy's not the same level. No, no. And I was like, there's gotta be somebody here that I can probably cooler than i thought it's like i don't know cooler. I was like, maybe clearly not the guy in the fucking cooler sleep no it's not the cooler guy yeah but when we get back there dude i go back and i was like hey tony's done i'm all he's like thanks for me these armrests and he gave me a print right and i was like fuck yeah dude that was like worth this. it dude i was like i just every like, i'd suck two bananas for another <laughs> yeah dude, i fucking i went <laughs> back and got another truck cover cock yeah <laughs> <laughs> he gave me a print and i was like Man, dude. What do I got to do? Yeah, and we're, we're in the car on the way home. <laughs> Three chocolate colored Yeah, and I was like, same man. Same time, same time. Yeah, and then they, I was like, man, tattooing, this is so cool, bro. Right? Like, and I was trying to explain it. And now, seeing all those guys and, like, seeing all the new school guys, like, and I had your books, right? And I had Joe's book. And everyone at the shop was like, dude. And, like, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. That the the Because uh, I'd asked you about your first tattoos. I'm like, hey, how confident were you? For some reason, I was like 100. I was like, yeah. Well, I mean, Joe and this other his alter ego Tony. Okay, yeah. We could probably do some of that, Joe. And, and Joe draws chicks. We could probably airbrush. You know, we yeah. could probably do that shit. You know, but uh, well, you know what the thing is, like back then, and this is the crazy thing. I, the difference between now and then is the fact that you did it, you had to do it, and if you didn't know how to do it, you just had to, you had to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like the first time I'd ever seen somebody do. Yeah, there was no faking it till you make it. You just try it hard. Yeah, the first time I'd ever yeah. seen somebody do a color portrait was all. Carrie Barba. She did a guest spot on the island, on Long Island, and somebody had gotten a, a, a wedding picture of their wife on their form. And then he came into our shop to get tattooed by us. And I was like, God damn, you can do that? And I was, I immediately, like the next person who comes in wants a portrait of his kid. And I'm like, let's do this in color. And I did it in color. And that was in 90. 95, 96. And um, I mean, I don't know what it looks like now. It probably looks like dog shit. But, um, but it was one of those things like you don't know until you see. Like with me, it was like I was told you had to follow certain rules. And, and in all honesty, I still follow those rules. I mean, I still outline most of my tattoos. Now, I can say that I do it because that's how I was taught. But I also have fucking nearly 30 years of experience. And I know what stuff ages like. Like I used to age, I used to, I used to outline things, certain things in color, but when you see something you that you see something that you did that in color with, from fucking 15 years ago, and you see it today, you go, oh no, don't do that anymore. You know what I mean? And I've had a couple of pieces that I've done that were four or five years old that I got to see, that I went back in and re-outlined 
you know, just re-outline it to, 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 to get rid of that color outline because it just didn't hold up very well. So, I mean, I think that's one of the things that you need to consider is that everything, you need to, you know, be aware of what's happening to your work as it ages. Or you could just be like most of the people nowadays and just pretend it doesn't exist after they leave your shop <laughs> and just continue to well, do what I you mean, do. I mean, I've seen old Jimmy tattoos. I've seen old your tattoos. You I know? mean, should I post those? I mean, I saw a rubber duck Jimmy did and I was like, that's really good, dude. Who did that? He's old Jimmy Litwalk. I was like, did you have fun getting it? And he was like, it was all right. It hurt a lot. It didn't heal really good. And I was like, look fucking great, right? Jimmy's <laughs> face, dude. Like, I, hmm. I remember seeing the duck. He knows. He knows. I tried to tattoo out of your book all the time. It could never. Nobody would ever get. They. They. I couldn't, well, that, I I think, couldn't talk that, them into that's, the, that's kind of the crazy thing. It's like sometimes, it's it's, and this was always the case. I mean, like there are certain people that are gra- that gravitate towards it, and there are other people that just it's like, like animal porn. It's not for everybody. It just <laughs> doesn't look like. Jeez. It just doesn't. It doesn't attract everyone. Yeah, you know. You track it. You track. You have a. It's kind of like Paul Booth. Like if you think of Paul stuff, like Paul's got a built-in clientele. You know what I mean? Like he's he does dark metal shit, and that's all he does. And people gravitate towards him. And there aren't. I mean, there's a lot more people doing it now than there were back back in the day. But he's always going to stay busy. It's like being a straight-edge fucking vegan fucking tattooer. You've got a built-in clientele. Those motherfuckers are going to gravitate to you. I remember yeah. seeing Paul Booth's website back then, and it was so fucking nuts because it had hey. sound. Yeah, you like, 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 it was like a music video. It was like an experience, dude. Yeah. You would click on it, and it was all. And I was like, "Fucking dude, it's like going into the crypt." It's like, like dude, I'm gonna have fucking y'all turn the lights off. Yeah, yeah, turn, yeah, turn the turn. Dude, this is a spooky website. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be nightmares and fucking fucking flashes and shit. Yeah, but I mean, but dude, like his stuff, like when I first so. When I first got my apprenticeship, when I first started apprenticing, the very first fucking week, Siv started working at the shop, and Paul was a, start, did a guest spot at the shop I apprenticed in, my first fucking week. So that was kind of like a real swift kick in the nuts. Like, I, I looked at it, I was like, I'm a fucking artist. I'm going to fucking rock you, this shit. So, so you did have that, you you did have that. Oh, I had that, I had that snotty fucking dickhead, oh, like. Oh, he's from Long Island, yeah, the Long oh, Island Oh, dude, so effect. was everybody else in the shop, so he did it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I had that, I thought I was going to be the shit. And then the first person I need is Paul Booth. And, and, and I, he drew everything on the skin. And this is back in 94, 93. Yeah, it was crazy. 93. Yeah. He drew everything on the skin and he was doing these crazy fucking, which is something I wasn't into, but I still admired it. I mean, it's this dark shit, you know? And I was just like, God damn. And that's when it, I came, it, week one came to the realization. Yeah, dude, you ain't that good. Like you're you're an artist, whatever, dude. You draw dragons and fairies and shit. Congratulations. Were you nervous when when they came around? Were you nervous? No, because honestly, it was him and Barbara, his ex, his girlfriend at the time, his ex now, um, and they were super nice. Man, Paul wasn't. Paul was weird, uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean Paul's just weird introvert, doesn't talk. Like he talked to me a little bit. I gave him a bunch, a bunch of flash, like black and gray flash that I had done, and, and they were like evil clowns and girl jesters and up, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I hooked him up. But, I mean, to their credit, he's like, here. they traded. Hey, he's, he's like, here. here. You. No, you need this in your shop. You can use it. To like, their dudes credit, come in and be like, yeah. That's they traded, dude. I got stuff. They got stuff. We all walked away happy. I'm not going to complain. That was I, like, I remember going to fucking conventions. I remember, like, before I'd go, you you you'd, you'd spend two weeks fucking redoing your portfolio. You'd fucking hand paint your banner. 
Like you, you got your shit. Like you were going the first day of school. Like you fucking. You were getting shit prepped. Up, That's dude. what I was talking about. Like, you prepped, I was you're like, like I'm, I'm fucking prepped, bitch, dude. dude. I can't wait. I thought we I were gonna wait kill to this show thing. these motherfuckers my portfolio. And you get excited. You get there. You throw out your little fucking fancy tablecloth. You know. You fucking put your banner up. Put your portfolio out there. Like I'm waiting for the first motherfucking look. So like while you're waiting, you walk around and you look at a portfolio and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> and you walk to the next table. You're like, oh shit! Oh. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna put my portfolio under the table. Yeah, fuck this. Next but you thought, I was like, damn, dude, I don't need to be here, dude. Like, I clearly bought my way into the big table because <laughs> I do not deserve to be here. You know, like my fuckers, like that shit is fucking dope, dude. You know? I went to I so my first European convention was in Lausanne, Switzerland, and I met Tintin that weekend. I met Klaus that weekend. I met Robert Hernandez. I didn't meet Robert Hernandez that weekend. He was set up behind us. Oh, he's and, so and, sick. And talking about hand-painted banners, like, I remember, like, walking around the corner, because I had worked all weekend. Like, I was fucking slammed the whole weekend. And it wasn't until Sunday that I got to walk around. And I remember walking by his booth earlier on, like, when I ran out to the toilet or whatever, and uh, and seeing this fucking, he had those kiss portraits he had done, like the, the Gene Simmons and oh, stuff huh, like huh. that. And this is 95. Yeah, and no I'm just like, shit like that. Yeah, I was like, fuck, nobody was doing stuff. Like and he that. was like exactly. drawing out all the texture, like be like the dude's yeah, face, the meal. He's still sick as fuck. Yeah. Sick and as I remember fuck, being up there and just flipping through his book, being like, holy shit. And then I'm looking at his banner and I'm like, man, that's fucking weird. What the fuck is that on? Is that printed? And I remember walking over to the side and he's tattooing. And I reached over and I touched his banner and I kind of gave it, a, you know, just a thumb thing. And I'm, I pulled my thumb back and it's fucking dirty. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a fucking, that's pastel fucking, like he, it was an original paint, original pastel drawing hanging behind him. And he did that almost every show. He did a, a, a fresh fucking, one. He did, he did a, a fresh banner. Every show. How every many did, did show. you, how many did you have? How many did you paint? How many banners that yeah. I had? I only painted one and then the rest we printed. That's when printed banners got popular. I try, I tried to draw one. Yeah, I must that, have done maybe two dozen. I tried to do one for that promoter show with spray paint, dude. And I went, had to go downtown, and I bought like Montana, and I was all, okay, I'm gonna do, it's gonna do some dice, and it's gonna. We're be, on the West Coast. It's gonna dude, be I remember good. fucking days when we'd go to conventions and you'd sell like a hundred sets of Flash, and you'd end up actually selling like your banner too. Like that was like a time people were buying everything. Like, they I missed a bunch of tight shit, up, dude. dude. Oh, you have no idea, dude. You <laughs> right now, the world you're in right now sucks dick. Fucking thanks. Sucks dick. It's nothing like what it used to be. Well, I know the best part is every time people just like, you're just fucking old. Like, dude, we did Ink Magazine, that fucking Ink Magazine, fucking YouTube, YouTube yeah, thing. Yeah. And dudes are coming on, it's like, oh, it looks like a fucking boomer just bitching and complaining about he's fucking not able. You know what, dude? Fuck you. There's a reason why your grandparents fucking hate you. You know why? Because you're stupid. You're so fucking dumb, you don't realize what you missed out on. And you're not willing to open your fucking eyes to realize what you missed out on. That's why you're stupid. That's why your fucking parents, grandparents hate you. Because you're dumb. And that's the same thing with people that look at us from fucking back in the day. And they bitch and complain. It's, oh, you just complained about stuff. Yeah, was it the yeah. same thing? Was it a bunch of old dudes that were fucking wore out with you? Your bullshit? Nah, it was cooler back then. I remember the first insult I got from Jack Rudy. That shit was fucking comedy. Y'all so happy. <laughs> yeah, for, I was one. So like, we're sitting there tattooing, and I'm like, man, you know, again, like you're just like every time that like, dude, for the first probably ten years of my fucking career, I'd still trip off that I was at conventions and shit, you know. And I remember fucking sitting there tattooing, and I forget what I was doing. I think I was doing like a pinup, and 
all I heard was, hey, Holmes, that ass needs to be bigger. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, what the fuck? And I turn around, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God, it's Jack Rudy. Holy fuck, dude. Like, the dude's standing here looking at my tattoo. And then I went into straight, like, panic mode. I'm like, Were you holy split? fuck. Were you like, Jack Rudy's out? looking at my tattoo. Like, Yo, not dude, good. I'm like, trying to, like, like, trying to, like, like put my shoulder over in the way of his line of view. And Jack Rudy's looking going. And then, yeah, and he, like, dude, he's already, he's already got a fucking eye for, like, he already knows what's up. He's like, yeah, man, he's like, you're going to go ahead and just fucking blow those lines out right off the bat. And I was like, oh, fuck. He's what, like, how, what were you lining with? Like a fucking like nine or something. And, you know, you know I, I double lined and sculpted out. And he's like, yeah, dude, you're just going to go ahead and blow those out already. Like, you just start off. Years, you're just going to start off, like, blowing those out. And I was like, fuck. And all I had, I was like, well, I remember when Fine Line was, like, new school. Like when it was nobody new. was doing that. It, it was new, and he was like, "All right, Holmes." And he just kind of like, walked out, like, <laughs> like that was like my attempt to fucking convince him that it wasn't it was cool. Out. Like it was like, no, man, phone lines are cool. Was, like, no. was there people that thought it was weird? They thought new school was weird. Were they like, what the fuck it, is this again? About? It was it's just different. It was. No, I don't think it ever. Got, I don't think it was ever weird because when it popped up, it happened so fast. Well, that's that like, like was everything was. You know, new, you had like the time new school was coming out. You also had like. Cap in like, and I'll I'll say this at the time. I'm not sure there's probably like people who can correct this on like artists, but at the time, I remember seeing like certain colored portraits and stuff out like that. But when New School was becoming like a thing, like a word, like an actual title, like a like what type of music genre, like Dino Cook was doing like colored animals. The like, underwater. He was doing oh, like a oh, lot of those fish ocean, yeah. and those bears and stuff, and then um. What's uh, what's Mark's brother's name? Mark. Say Mark. Um, oh, I don't remember. Oh, they were doing those like three back pieces. Or... He did that back piece that had like the kid under the bed, like under his covers. See, that's, like that's um, not that old. Monty. 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 Yeah. So, oh, I, I saw some yeah, like Marvel sleeves. So when I he see did, like, some when I see those guys doing that stuff, like that was a whole movement in itself. That was and like then you had yeah, stuff. and then you had you had stuff like that was like when Guy Atchison was doing. That stuff with like Eddie Deutsch, and then you got you had like Bernie Luther that was doing those mashups of like that cosmic stuff. See now with that's the fucking that's, like that that's Tibetan, way that, that Tibetan was, style. That was a couple of years before like the Dino Cooks and the Monsters. Yeah, but stuff. that 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 no, flash it, was it, still it, it out. Like you see, it all, like right, it was it so all, fast. It all just rolled into each other because at that point things were happening so fast. More yeah, well, magazines were, were big. Like magazines were pushing out. Like yeah. it used to be like you got like. Outlaw Biker magazine that had like a couple of pages of tattoos yeah, in the back. Skin and then all of a sudden it was like flash, then tattoo, and then all of a sudden it was like everyone was sending stuff in, and there was like all of a sudden there was like before it was just tattoos in a magazine. Now there's categories. You know, oh, yeah, you yeah, had, there yeah. was like there was like this is a section of like just black and gray. Right, you had like, this is a section of color, and then all of a sudden things started having a title. Like back then it was like, oh, we're listening to music. I'm like, well, now it's like what kind of music? You know, yeah, yeah. So things had to have like a title to it. So before all that title stuff of like new school was going on, you really started to see the branch of tattooing kind of like extend outward to where it's like there really wasn't like biomechanical yet. But, you know, when you looked at like Mario Barth and, and those guys from Europe and doing like well, the kind of tribal, the like color tribal like... stuff, you were just like. What the fuck? That's like mind blowing. You couldn't, I, could, I couldn't fathom. I was like, yeah, never Luther, thought of that like shit. Like Bernie, early fucking Mario, 
You yeah, know? Mar- Mario Barth and Bernie Lee's. I remember when they came and did the Detroit show back when Dave Simon owned it before uh, Terry took it over, before Tramp took it over. Um, it was out at the airport, and I remember it was the first time I seen like Philip Blue was there, um, like Juan Puente was there, Scott Those Sylvia, like shoes. Jeff Rasher. Um, all the guys from New School Tattoo, uh, I, I Marcus Pacheco. I it was like basically like the who's who of like Bible and tattooing, you know, like where everyone was there. And you'd walk around and you'd see all the flash up, like hanging up on the walls. And Mario Barth and, oh, and Hanky Panky was there too. I remember yeah. seeing his shit. Like, so I remember just like every booth, I was in awe. I'd stand there and just be like, like jaw on the floor, like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. I walked to the next booth. Oh my god, this that is was, amazing. That was at a time Even when, if you didn't like that style of tattooing, you were fucking impressed by it. Because that was at you know a time it was done even well. As, even if you had a style, even if you did your thing, even if you still went out and you, you bought people's flash, you traded flash, you you know, I would go to I would go to people's booths and be like, I wanna buy your flash. And he's like, Well, did you bring flash? And I'm like, Yeah, I brought flash and we just trade. Like I did I did that with Mario when I got tattooed by Mario. He did my my upper arm, uh Back in 90, 96 maybe, and um, or ninety, it might have been ninety five, ninety six, and uh, he was just, I was like, man, I got a bunch of flash and blah blah blah, and he's like, all right, cool, man, and I showed him the flash, and he tattooed me for a few hours, and at the end of it, he's like, all right, well, I want your flash, I'm like, cool, and I'm like, well, how much do I owe? He's like, oh, you give me the flash, like, oh, and he he just charged me whatever, like he took the flash off, yeah, but I, yeah. he was gonna charge me, and I'm like, for real? Like, I was jazzed. And, and Mario was someone at the time that I really, really admired. You know what I mean? It oh, his color stuff he was doing? Like, the cover Dude, the fucking tattoo we did on me still... But, dude, that's never been touched up. I mean, that's fucking... That's... That's, that's sharp. That's from 95. Yeah. You know what I mean? 96. Let's get a know? photo of that later for the fucking... Yeah. Because I, I, I always look at... I always look at... And this is my first tattoo, by the way. It's re, It's been redone, unfortunately, but... But that's the first tattoo I ever. Oh, had. that was the Daffy Duck. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's been redone. It was redone about four years ago. Because I, I was looking at Jimmy's tattoos on his arms. Or like every, I don't know. The, the more I see you, I look more at him. Who, who tattooed a bunch on your arms? Uh, I got tattooed by John Clue, Randy Muller, um, David Luke Hess, Dylan, David Cohen. Yeah, David Cohen. Um, who was the guy uh, that did the Porisato? Um. <laughs> Who was the guy that did black and gray stuff in your forum? Uh, see, this this was a guy named Jameson. Uh, I met him in Detroit, but when we tattooed it, we got he did it out in uh, San Diego, back at Ace Ace Tattooing. Oh down, yeah, we have a bunch of Ace Tattoo yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, was it Steve? What was his name? Steve. Um, Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Yeah. Yeah, we was, know. Yeah. yeah, we know him. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I I got tattooed over there back before it was like is it Guru there now? No, I I think Ace is still similar. I don't know Josh would know Josh had worked there before. Yeah, I want to um, say it's Ace. I thought it was Guru but I, because I, they were above that taco that taco place. But think, Guru Guru owns the whole building. Now. Well, now yeah, but I'm talking like way back then. I don't know. I I tattooed a Guru a few years back, and he had that whole like the top. And the I, so when I did the guest spot at Guru was back in uh, 93, uh, 2003, 2002. And uh, I stayed, like, so Guru was downstairs. Now they're working upstairs, but I stayed in the apartment upstairs because they had a girl that was living there and she was out of town when I was in town. And they were like, yeah, man, just, just throw us a couple bucks. You can stay upstairs. And I'm like, all right, cool. 
and that was amazing. It's like you're right on the fucking, you're right on the main drag there. It was cool. I, I was liked there for it. five days. It was a weird drive there in that shop. I mean, I don't know what it's like now, but back then it was like, it was just that was like the beginning of like when things were getting real. Um, I come in, I do my tattoos, I leave. You know what I mean? Like. It wasn't like this, like camaraderie of which what you guys. Oh, okay, yeah. There's a lot of that happening. I, I, yeah, I love San Diego. The tattoo scene in San Diego. San Diego's fucking awesome. I think, I think, I think the like the tattoo, like back then. Yeah, fit and shit. Yeah, well, you'd see the magazine. You know, the magazines are a thing. I, I had seen. I remember seeing all the all the Tom Renshaw stuff in the black and gray, and you'd see Tom Renshaw and Brian Everett, and then you'd see. Robert Hernandez and, and Jack and you and you would see all those dudes and then I met when I, I told you I went and tattooed I, I fucking forget where it was like a suburb it was like a, a suburb of Detroit, Detroit. Where, wherever wherever Tom works now where he did Livonia no it's like I can't think of the fucking name no why no it's like next to I don't I don't think it's next to Ferndale my friend Larry is Berkeley no it was called Ironclad Tattoo where's that where's Iron where's Ironclad that's Tattoo that's in Ferndale I think yeah is it? Maybe. Okay. But I'll be <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Well, I don't remember where his shop was at, but I, yeah, I remember like. But he had, uh, and, and I like, oh yeah, Tom, that's the station back there. And I was like, Tom fucking Wrench, this is fucking nuts, right? And I was like, I'm gonna meet this dude. This gonna be sick as fuck. And he pulled up like a cool old Bel Air dude, like a gasser dude. It was all, you know, I was like, oh hell yeah. And then his station was like a hunting cabin. It went from immediately yeah. tattoo shop to goddamn nature. Yeah, cabin. That's his house, dude. He fucking he has like a he handpicked every stone that was in his fucking like fireplace. Every stone. Every stone. Like the dude. Like I remember him telling me like we go over his house and he like the wood that made the like the like the railing for the fucking fireplace and every stone. Like he would go and sometimes he'd get like two or three fucking stones or he'd get like a bucket of stones. But he he literally handpicked every stone. And he was like, he'd have to almost like he was picking clouds. I was like, damn, dude, how much weed are you smoking? <laughs> you know? And he's like, he's like, no, nah, man. He's like, yeah, just trying to find the soul of the fucking like. He was like it's it's funny. Like you had to meet Tom. Like Tom is like, you would think he'd be like this big super hunter guy, and he's like the most nicest fucking dude. He just wasn't hunting. Like he'd take pictures of fucking animals. He just didn't want to kill animals, you know. But he was all about fucking nature. We had all he he had all these. I only talked to him briefly, dude. I didn't. I don't want to wear him out, like a, you know. And I know, like a young, you know. I didn't want to show him wear him out. I, you know. And he had all these binders of all the photographs, and it was fucking cool. And then he watched baseball the whole time. Like I remember walking back and forth. And he he tattooed a lot of baseball. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he had he had baseball on. I was like, man, this is this is crazy. The first you know? time I met Tom, like officially met Tom, we were going to be we were in Atlanta. And we're walking to the elevators, me and a couple of the people. And uh, Tom was literally just getting on the elevator as well. And it was like kind of a packed elevator. And we had shown up kind of after the fact that everybody was getting on. And Tom turns around and he's like, hey, Joe, what's up, man? And I'd never met him. I'm like, oh, Tom, how's it going, man? I shook his hand. And he was so fucking high. And he's like, yo, man, what's going upstairs? <laughs> and I'm like, nah, dude, I'm cool. I don't smoke. Thanks, though. And he's just like, oh, cool, man. But he was so fucking wasted. And I'm like, cool, man, I'll see you tomorrow. And he just, they got up and went to the elevator. Well, I like, I like the Detroit area. I was like, this place is cool. And then, and then I'll talk, and then I talk to you and you're like, 
yeah, you don't fucking know. Listen, it's like this. He's you, like, you're talking about it. And, and then I get third-hand stories from Josh because you guys are playing Call of Duty all the time. He's like, you know what, Jimmy was, he comes every goddamn, I get a full report. What the fuck? I was all, listen, my friend Jimmy, dude, I was playing with him. So, <laughs> I was playing with Jimmy. You may have heard of him. He's all, I was playing with Jimmy. He's telling me about this and this, you know? And I was like, I can, you know, I was like, hey, Jimmy, you ever move back to Detroit? You're all, fuck no, I'm not, dude. Well, that's like, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I have people all the time. Detroit's not, the, well, it's like anybody. Like, you can look at your childhood and you know, like, that was a, a fucking special time in your life, but it's never going to be that again. You know, that's it's like never going to be like that again. You know, like, well, dude, that's like Detroit I think- is never going to be the Detroit I remember growing up. You know, like, that stuff, a lot of the people that have made that city what it is to me is either passed on or moved on. You know, so there's the 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 essence of what I want that city to be isn't going to ever be that way again. I think. And that's... so if I ever go back, it's going to be like heartbreaking, you know, because I want it to be something, you know, and it's and it's just not going to be. When's the last that. time you tattooed there? The last time I tattooed there? Yeah. Uh, I think when I went back, probably this fuck this is fucked up to say because I'm my family, sir. I need to I need to be I need to be a better fucking sibling and fucking son to my fucking family. Yeah, I need to go back, but. I think the last time I went back was probably for my like my grandma's funeral, which was probably like five, six years ago. Yeah, at least, yeah. And I fucking said it, yeah. I think that's I think that's one of the things, even with convention like so with me, when you go to conventions or you do guest spots, like because I they're like I go to Germany, I was going to Germany quite often, like you you just get into a routine. And as tattooers, I think we're prone to that. Like I, we were talking about this yesterday. Like you get into a routine. Like we go to the same fucking place to eat the same lunch. Time. I go to breakfast. Everything. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where you have a routine you can't break. And I think I got that way with 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 conventions and guest spots for years, man. And it wasn't until maybe five years ago that I was like, nope, no more. Like I've been here once, never have to come back. And I was telling you about the whole story about France, about how like was I telling you that the other day? I don't day? think you told me about France. We were in. No. Um, I was in Shadezeg. And uh, I think that was the one that really kind of, that was the beginning of it. And I'm in Chardonnay, France, and we're, we're doing, we did the convention. We had a good time. It was a good show. It's a beautiful little fucking town in, in, the, in the mountains of fucking France. And um, at the end of it, Cecile is sitting there at the bar. It was like 3.30 in the fucking morning. Everybody was starting to break up, and I'm sitting in, the, in a booth at the bar, and she's at the bar with one of her people. And she's like, Joe, did you have a good time? And I'm like, Cecile, I had a wonderful time. And she goes, I'm so happy. She's like, you made money, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, so are you going to come back next year? And I'm like, absolutely not. And, <laughs> and, uh, and it wasn't meant to sound mean. And she just blanked. And I'm like, here's the deal. Like, if I had to pay for everything I had to do this weekend, it would have cost me money. Because I didn't make that kind of money. I mean, I don't charge. I mean, you guys are seeing, I'm not I'm not hammering people. I just, I just charge by charge, you know? And... Uh, I'm like, dude, it would cost me money to come here. I was like, on top of that, I've been here. There's other places I want to see. I don't want it to be like, and it's, this is, I don't mean to insult clientele or anything, but when you expect me to come to your city every fucking year so I can finish your sleeve, that's one-sided. That's me going to you. I'm getting paid, but by the same token, I don't need to keep going to the I same think city. I saw somebody post about it. Do you... Do you know Adrian Dominic? Yeah, he's yeah. a very good friend. He's been at my house a bunch of times. Yeah, so Adrian so is fucking it, good. A, Adrian yeah. is from the same. Oh, near, Arizona. Yeah, duh. yeah, I didn't even think they, about that. Yeah, Adrian's from the same like neighborhood area I'm from, and a bunch of people we knew. 
And Adrian was always the dude, like he tattooed all that on me. Oh, shit. All this, okay. like way back then. And I still talk to him. And he's fucking, he's, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, I and, just talked to him like two weeks ago. Yeah, he's fucking online. awesome. He's yeah. awesome. And he was the dude from Phoenix that was like, you know, I people were showing other guys that we knew. Like they were, they were older than me. I was, I was a younger generation uh, of the same kind of area. And they were like, hey, we're going to have Adrian come you know, to the shop, we're gonna have him come to the shop. And you know, this is this is like a this I'm derailing, but Adrian was like, I'll go to the shop and I'll tattoo all you guys if all you're gonna get tattooed. And I was like, okay, fucking cool. Do do this, do whatever you want. We all had like a little bit of money and he, and he tattooed us and it was fucking nice and, and it was cool. And then he, you know, he took off and he like moved to the Northeast and we we're like, holy shit, like that's crazy. So he went to work with Nick Baxter who used to work at Dark Side, who went to work at Transcend. We opened up Hope at the same fucking, well, we opened Hope a year before Transcend opened. And then Adrian came to work at Transcend a year after we opened Hope. And then he went to Transcend because of Nick Baxter. I would have loved, I wish I knew, I wish I knew uh, him ba better back then. So I would have loved to have him come work with us. Oh dude, he's fucking, he, I'm gonna have him, uh, I'm gonna. I, I was trying to figure out how to do it. He's like, "Hey, let's be on that over Skype, or let's do this." And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get it figured out." You moved, should, dude, because he moved. He moved to Australia. Yeah, he's well, such so a. Uh, last time I'd seen him was he came here to get married. We went to my wife and I. We went to the the wedding in Arizona. Yeah. So he every once in a while, and this is like I think we got this. I mean, this was years back we started this, right? And you know, he tattooed the fuck out of everybody, and yeah. and he was like, it was always a big thing. And when I would see he's coming into town, he'd be like, "Hey, I'm coming into Phoenix." For three days if you're trying to fucking get in i'm like oh yeah fuck yeah. yeah we're gonna try and go if i had the money if i could do it right and then uh he started going to australia and doing that and like periodically he, he, he would come back when i saw him post time he's like hey because i guess people were probably probably sweating him hey when are you gonna be back to finish this tattoo yeah. and he was like hey fucking dude you know well it's hard not to get a little jaded man like when people just expect us to like dude we so we 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 were coming down here you know, so we're posting, hey, man, we're going to be in Texas. We're going to be in fucking in Oklahoma. We're going to be in fucking Kansas. We're going to be in fucking Ohio. And the first thing out of everybody's fucking mouth is, so when are you coming to California? When are you coming back to Nevada? When are you coming here? And, and you, it's hard not to be a douchebag. We, were, we used to do live things. We went from, we, were, we spent a week in, in England. We did the, we didn't do the London Convention. What did we get spot? We, we spent a week in England. And then we went to Germany. And while we were in Germany, we did a live thing. We we're talking to each other live. Oh, I remember and, talking about that. And yeah. immediately someone's like, when are you coming back to the UK? I'm like, here's the thing, asshole. We were there fucking five fucking days ago. Where the fuck were you? And it's one of those things. It's like, do you really got to hold somebody's fucking hand and fucking be like, hey, dude, like, it's not like we didn't. It's not like we announced it the day before. Did two days of tattooing and then bounced. Like, we announced this shit like a month in advance. Like, and that, I think that's part of the problem. It's a lot of stuff. Like, people have been talking about the whole COVID attitude. Like, you know, since COVID, people are fucking total douchebags now. I'm a motherfucker. They were always douchebags. They just, you just didn't notice it until now. You know what I mean? People expect us to be the ones jumping through hoops. I mean, granted, you could say the same thing about us with clients. Like, hey, man, here's where I'm at. You want to get tattooed? Come here. You know what I mean? We've been very fortunate at this shop that we tattoo a lot of people that don't live in Oklahoma and they frequently come back and they get tattooed all, all the time. Josh has been working on people and it's in it and I appreciate the fuck out of it. I'm oh, like, hey man, I appreciate dude. it. But if we're anywhere near you, usually most people, especially if you're tattooing other tattooers, 
will not fuck with you. You're, like if you're near them, if you're a state near them, if you're like, hey, I'm going to Connecticut, they'll fucking drive from the fucking surrounding states. No dude, problem. That, and that's kind of what it's like now. I mean, I, a lot of my older clientele have been getting tattooed from, by me for 20 years, over 20 years. And they're driving up from New York or Baltimore or Philly or Pennsylvania, you know, parts of Pennsylvania. But um, it's it's changed. Like it used to always be like that. Now it's not. And I'm sure it's like that for other people. Like, I'm sure Teresa Sharp and DJ Tambe and a bunch of big name tattooers now, the younger generation of big name tattooers are fucking tattooing all people from all over the world. That's what we did. You know what I mean? Like the first time somebody flew in from Japan to get tattooed by me or fucking Australia to get tattooed by me. Like I was blown away by it, dude. I was absolutely blown away by it. Um, and it's fantastic. And we kind of reciprocate. But now people just expect us to just be like being like traveling salesmen. And it's not the case. I mean, this is nice. This isn't for them. This is for me. That's the thing I've always, I've often said. Like people are like, we do walk-in days. When we do walking days, like we put we we put the flash that we want a tattoo on the walls. So people like, you know, people come in like, well, can you do this? I'm like, no. Well, why not? I'm like, because this isn't about you. This is about me wanting to do something fun. You just happen to be able to enjoy it as well. And that's honestly how I look at it. I look at it as I want to do the things that I want to do. Nothing on the walls is something you're not going to enjoy getting tattooed. So don't pretend you're not going to dig getting tattooed at this event. I I always change because we have so much flash in the whole shop. The ceiling's covered in flash. Yeah. And people, the only thing I've noticed is that people will say, well, I don't want to just pick something off the wall. I'm like, you fucking should because this yeah. is all shit that I had to buy. I found all this shit. Yeah. That is, that's yeah. you the should. same person that says, I don't want to just pick something off the wall. Nine times out of ten is the same person that's going to pull out their phone Google. and show you what they want. No, not even Google. Pinterest, dude. Yeah, well, hey. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, it, there's absolutely no difference. Well, that's not true. The biggest difference is Pinterest, millions of people see it. The stuff you have hanging on the wall, maybe a few hundred, a thousand. Honestly. Well, and that's, well just that's, the mindset that's the sometimes. Well, they don't well, know. You know? No, they, they don't know. But, but, but how much... Let me ask you a question. Maybe I'm just not jaded. How much, as, it's not even know? imagine jaded. It's a matter of your phone in your hand is the same fucking phone that's literally being carried by a million fucking people, millions of fucking people. They have, they have the opportunity to see the exact same shit. Millions of people are looking at the shit on their phones. Yeah. Your front fucking room, if there's a couple of hundred copies of any of those pieces of flash, that's a lot. Which basically means you're looking at maybe a couple of, a, maybe a thousand, fifteen hundred, let's say twenty five fucking hundred people have seen the flash or hanging in front of your room. What's the fucking difference? The fact that you'll get something that if you go to your friend, he has never seen. But when you get the stupid fucking infinity sign with the fucking name <laughs> written in it or some other dumb shit tattoo that everybody's getting nowadays. Millions of people have seen that tattoo. Millions of people probably have that tattoo. You know what I mean? But it's comfortable. It's comfortable. Fuck it's- comfort, dude. <laughs> well, that's what they- fuck comfort. They're doing. They're doing what their dude. friends. Their friends have taught them. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. But the fucking. That, that's the problem with this fucking world, dude. That's the problem with being who I am or who Jimmy is. We are comfortable being who we are. We are comfortable being unique. We're comfortable being original. 
The fucking problem is clientele doesn't want original. Well, they don't want you being comfortable. They want you like, man, I really love your tattoos. Yeah. You wouldn't be doing this fucking full color portrait of a fucking horror fucking. I want Jason fucking. We we get that too, but like I said, we've been really fortunate and we're super honest with people. Yeah, so yeah, like we'll we'll tell people like, what do you think? I was like, I think that's not that cool. I think this is fucking cool. They're like, right off the wall, I was hundred percent. This shit is sick. We know it's gonna be sick. It's gonna look sick, and it's gonna be the best version of this you're gonna get. And then once you do that tattoo on them. They're gonna tell five people you need to go there. Fucking love. They'll fucking, hook you up. Yeah. Like like you're talking about restaurants. Like what I'm bitching this? and complaining about those people. I feel the same way you do. I do the exact same thing you do. And for the most part, people are cool. Like I remember like the first time somebody asked me to like. So I'm fortunate enough that I work with a couple of guys that they do a lot of the some of the grunt work. You know what I mean? You have a guy who does walk-ins and stuff. So the, like I didn't have to do a fucking clock, like a fucking timepiece and a fucking whatever else like you know change and change. exactly i haven't had i didn't have to do that for a long time the first time somebody asked me if this young woman comes in and she's like i want this this and this and this I'm like let me ask you a question why the fuck do you want a, a, a pocket watch you're you're like fucking 20 years old do you even know what a pocket watch is besides the fact that it kept time way back in the day because you don't know and she literally looked at me like, well... She's like, I ain't got time for this bullshit. Exactly. I'm sure she went someplace else and got that too. But I'm just sitting there going, don't show me the Pinterest thing. Tell me what you want. She could have asked you for a sand clock. Yeah, a guy... I would have, I would have done that <laughs> fucking happily. A guy came in and he says, hey, yeah, I want to get a sand clock. And I was like, what the fuck is a sand clock? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, the thing's sticking out of the ground? Oh, or like, and it was all, you know, <laughs> you know like, reaper's hold, like reaper's hold, a sand clock. And I was all, an hourglass? He's all, fucking no, a sand clock. <laughs> like, he looked at me like <laughs> I was an hourglass. asshole. Like, I was being an asshole. He was all, no, bro, a sand clock. And I was all, an hour? And he was all, fucking no, don't say it again. It's a sand clock. And I was like, all right. He's all, I want to say 235. And I was all, all right. And I was like, I, I just wanted to say, to say 235. <laughs> so so I just drew some sand at the bottom of the list, 235, on a sand clock, my friend. And yeah. I tattooed it. He was the happiest he's ever fucking been. No, the best part is he's just walking around going, that's 235 on a fucking sand clock. <laughs> sand clock. Dude, don't tell him it ain't, okay? <laughs> Who, it who's is. to say it's not? <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I think I've got lucky that Randy taught me from day one to try to go, to, to create my clientele of those people to, to say to them, hey, here's a good idea, or... And not be a dick about it. I'm not. I'm not. No, I would. I'm never, not trying to be no. asked. I'm not I, saying you when are. When I bitch complain the way we're talking now, I, I right. don't ever. So like I try to educate. The way I look at it is, man, you open a rapport, you start to converse, and you basically try to educate. Sometimes they just don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I said, just don't know. I tell people. I said most of my job is trying to guide you into a good tattoo. What's yeah. going to make a good tattoo? And I know you love all these things and these little baby tattoos. And uh, here's what's happening a lot of times, which is fucking funny, is people come in they're like, "Yeah, I want this." And I was like. Not fucking good enough to do that shit. Like I don't even. That's the most realistic color porch I've ever seen. I thought right. that was a fucking People oil painting. Like, yeah, I want to do something. Like I'd love to do that. If I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I don't even right. know who does that. Have dude, hopes. I'm, I'm not one of them. And I was oh, like, why is there like a page of impossible shit that y'all keep in? It's a Pinterest board. The... And I'm like, hold on, I have another one. What about this? And I was like, no, I can't. I'm not. Look at it, and then I'll tell them this. And they're like, you can see him. The walls fall down. I'll look around the room. If you see the tattoo you like, that's what we do. This is the kind of stuff we do. We hang up everything we tattoo. That's what we tattoo. See if you can find something you like. And they look around and they're like, no. And I'm all <laughs> like, oh, nothing. I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send see, you but- to another guy. That's that's what he could do. But I was like, 
I, I was like, that's not normal. By, uh, by us, we do, we'll do anything that comes through the door. Like, so if somebody wants realism, but if it's something that's outrageous that we, we feel we can't do, or we just explain to them, that's not how that's, that's not, that's not how that looks. You know what I mean? You know as well as I do, a handful of guys do realism incredibly well, and that's what it looks like. It's insane. I, I like don't. the ones that come in there and they have their phone, and they, and they show you the image. They're like, this is what I want, and they hold your phone up. And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that'd be awesome. You want to do it that size? And you're like, yeah. Like, the size I mean, that's on that person's body. And you're like, well, what do you mean? I want it this size. Like, not the size of the screen in your phone. Yeah. The size, because you're looking like, that goes from that motherfucker's armpit to the goddamn ankle. Like, that's awesome. You're like, no, I only want it the size of, like, two inches. Like, the size of the screen. You're like, you're a fucking idiot. You can't. Like, no, it can't be done. Like, there's a reason why the tattoo looks good. It's because it's that it's fucking massive, big. Yeah. And you're like, no. I'm like, you see when you look at your phone while you're squinting? Like, that's the fucking problem. It's like, it's not going to last good. I think the like, one, it's not the gonna one happen. thing I, I like, well, that's, that's what I want. You're like, well, that's fucking impossible. Like, you need to go find a guy who paints on rice and convince that motherfucker to tattoo <laughs> The one thing I, I dealt with for a, a long time was people coming in going, man, I want these like iridescent, I want these these pitch blacks and these iridescent whites. And I'm like, those don't exist. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I mean, they look good on your phone, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, unless you want to look at the tattoo through a phone, that's where that exists. No black is ever that black and no white is ever that white. Has anyone tattooed a Vanta black yet? I don't know. Do you I, know what that is? Dude, I've no. seen some dudes that tattoo some rope. Oh, is that the, is that like the, the, the paint? That's, that's the black paint. It's yeah, the blackest. Can tattoo with that? I no. I don't fucking I don't, know. I don't know, but I've seen I'm some pretty, not. I've seen some pretty purple, solid dude. fucking tribal stuff. They're like, this is like three coats. So I was like, that's as black as a tag gets. I don't know what the yeah. fuck else yeah. you want. Yeah. No, and I get that. I get that. But the problem being is it's never, I mean, it's, and it's, it's all depending on the person. You know what I mean? And they're looking at something that is just unrealistic. Well, usually within one second, you can... Usually that person will become reasonable about it immediately. No, you, I've usually never, they'll, I've never usually had they'll be like, with me oh, okay, out. then tell me you know what you're doing. I go, okay, cool. But no, I've had people who I'm like, hey, I can't do that. And then they just stare at me and stare at their phone and stare yeah. at me. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. Yes, yeah, I can't do, can't do it. I can't do it. I go back here and get him sometimes. Like, hey, can you go tell them the same thing I told them? He's like, yeah, what? I go there and just tell them the same shit again. And then I'm like, hey, sometimes you got to tell people, hey, this is the way we're going to do it. Or I tell people now, I'm going to bring it out. It's going to be the smallest I can do it. It doesn't go small. It's going to be this yeah. small. And then they go, it's kind of big. I was like, I think it's going to be fine. I think in two hours, you're never going to look at the Well, that's the again. thing. You sit down and you go look at it and go, okay, pretend you're only looking at the black lines on this white piece of paper. It's this big. <laughs> There's no white. Have you ever resized it by oh, cutting cut it, it out? I cut it out right yeah. on the phone. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 I'm, like, I'm on the back and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to resize it for you. I just cut, cut it out. It out. And they're like, that's perfect. I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Well, that, I, I stopped doing that. I did stop doing that. Now I just tell them, like, here's but the deal. Then I still do that. Let me shit. put it on you. I still I do, do that. that no, you just tell them. Let me put it on you. I'll show them multiple sizes. Like, so. Yeah, Josh, he is a fucking. I'll show him multiple sizes. He makes, and this is he the fucks me up because he'll go on the computer. I've been using Photoshop for like 17 years. And he makes it in like one second, dude. 20 different fonts, 20 different sizes, and he prints it out, and I'm all, cut out that one. And he's all, wool. I was like, don't ever show him these other ones ever. Wait to me options. Well, I'll print it out, and I'll, I'll pick, like, two or three. Yeah. I'll show them in different sizes. I'll usually, but, like, this is the largest. I think this, this, I do the same this thing is the smallest, you know. But I'll cut it out, thing. and I'll say, here, hold it up to your body, you know, and I'll cut it out, and I'll try to cut it real fuck close, you know, on the edge. But... Randy's like, do not fucking print three sizes. Print one. And then I he'll mean, come over here, dude. I think you gotta the customer <laughs> understanding that sometimes, too. Like, you gotta... You gotta see the customer like a like how they re- it, 
reacting with you kind of back and forth yeah. to see if they're open-minded enough to where it's like well, sometimes if I give them like like uh, maybe maybe do a little bit smaller like to fill up the area or to like maybe shrink it down or something so like maybe I'll give like a few different options but not yeah. many where it's like hey I need a font like I'm not going back I'm like here's what you can do you can go home <laughs> type into font yeah look on fucking line spend fucking the next week picking out your same typewriter well, font just print, yeah, to try to do that back. on the spot dude American typewriter is yeah. the font yeah, yeah. 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 that's Here's what it is yeah. it's either the handwriting one or American dude I got them I got them on deck right now on this did you, did you did you ever get the some guy at some point went through Microsoft Word and printed out all the fonts and put it in a binder and this was like way back before computers were a normal thing and he went around and he was selling them and we bought them and I swear to God, dude, we tattooed every single yeah. day out of that font book. And I remember, and I remember trying to trace it. You're tracing it. You try to trace the old English. So you pull out the good pages. We're like, here's old English. Here's this one. Here's this one. But I remember thinking that was the that I was. You know like, what I did my first two years tattooing, three years tattooing. Jack Rudy put out a flyer, and Jack Rudy hand wrote this fucking flyer. It was like fucking three paragraphs long. Okay. We had that. That was our thing. You never, as a client, when you came in, it's like, yeah, I want my wife and my name tattooed. I want my kids tattoos. I want this written, whatever. Whatever we did, we did with Jack Reed's letter. And we didn't fucking draw it. We didn't learn to draw it. We just traced it. Each individual letter? I swear to God. Yeah. Every hey, I know single that's fucking letter. There's no Z on this paper, man. <laughs> well, there's no Z. There was enough of a fuck. There was an N that literally just took a, a little shush, and it was a fucking Z. Yeah. But it didn't matter. And we did I did that for the first three years of my career. You never got the option of being like, Well, I want I want you I want be like this. I want a name and you're all perfect. Exactly. <laughs> and we just go in the back and just draw it and show it to him like that's fucking amazing. Randy will do a uh, cursive in front of people a lot and Yeah, well I I was I was showing with the counter. If you can draw cursive if you can draw at the counter even ten percent, you're gonna fucking do good. Like if you can draw a cursive name at the counter, because even if it's like your version of 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 not the best cursive, you're like, what's hey, what what name did you want? And then draw a cursive, they're like, holy fucking shit! Dude, my you wife, should... when my wife is in Tennessee, dude, she like literally every Tuesday they had fucking name day. She like, smashed it. Twenty five dollar name day. This was back in ninety ninety five ninety six. Like, Twenty five dollar name day, and you didn't do stencils unless it was some crazy shit. But nine times out of ten, it was just names. So they'd be like, they had one person in there. All they did was scrub and sterilize tubes all day long. So she would get up at fucking 7 a.m., make needles till fucking 11, open the doors at noon, and fucking tattoo all day long. Fucking hand-drawn names right on the fucking skin, and fucking boom, 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 Well, boom. I used to, a long time ago, an old dude told me, he's like, you want to see how good somebody really is tattooing? Look at their lettering. You want to see how good really some you know somebody really is tattooing? Look look at look at their lettering, you know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right, okay, you know. And there was I I've I've never been the best dude even in the 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 smallest room at, at lettering and drawing cursive. I can write a cursive name for sure, but there's always a guy who's like the fucking man, it's yeah, like, kills like it, a goddamn yeah. typewriter. And then uh, stuff I I would try to explain him because. We, we just call it like you're fucking jiving people and you know we were talking about razzle dazzle yeah the, put some razzle dazzle on it dude put a little, little bit of put a little drop shadow yeah, exactly. yeah put some cherries on it you know yeah, that's, that's how I got line, back in the 90s dude like like for, for a bit like Cold for a short very, shit. Yeah, very dude. short bit like dude it's like what that lettering you do and I'm like alright cool whatever and it was literally just throwing these little fucking things off but, oh yeah dude, I look back on that stuff and I'm like they were so fucking bad I used like to it was bad. Bust a bust a sparkle, dude, on the end. Ooh, oh, like that. that's, oh, like that's, that's Stanley for you. And that's Stanley for you. And Walter. 
Dude, that was the big thing. Stanley and Walter didn't they didn't only do the fucking sparkle. They did the like if you had like a Y or a G at the end of your fucking name, it came off and then it kind of looped back on itself. So everything was solid black, like fucking nine round fucking black lettering, like like single cursive script. And then it would come back on itself and they'd fill that little bit in with like green or blue or red. Boom. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking sick. Yeah, that was like you see all the traditional dudes yeah. do that. Where the bottom, big, yeah. yeah, where they color in the inside. Yeah, just the inside yeah, right of the there. letter. Yeah. Oh, no, not even that. I'm not even talking about that. Oh, we're, shit, we're that's a different like, thing. No, we're talking like single cursive script lettering, and then that one letter, that last letter, would just come off the end and then come back on itself, and they'd fill that little spot in. So it was all single cursive script. It was just a thing. And then one little spot came back, and boom, a little bit of color. I mean, I guess if you see it once, you think it's cool. When you look at it like 20 years later, you look at it and go, why is there a little bit of green here? (laughs) The fuck you doing? Exactly. It's like, fucking razzle dazzle. Instead of just doing the boop, 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 I got to stop. I mean, if you think about it, if you can can sell that to somebody, oh, listen, check this out. Come over here. Yeah. A little green here. And they're all, fuck yeah. If you sell that with a confidence. Well, dude, see, there's a thing, like selling. So, Fucking my friend Dave Actinio, the guy I was telling the story about before who shop I went down to visit when I got ass fucked. So the, I remember that. Yeah, I, remember I remember the ass fucking story. Yeah. Like, when you hear this thing, you're like, I should have chose those words differently. <laughs> <laughs> some of those words are some not of you skip past what I that. thought they meant. Some Someone opened the podcast at that part, that, dude. Some of you skip past that initial story and just like let me just fucking just just all so just, i was getting asked exactly so get ask for, whoa whoa what did i miss i gotta go back i just really like joe let's see what he's talking about so here i am getting fucked in the ass specifically so dave goes to long island and decides like he grew up on long island as well he grew up on the on the on the west end i grew up on the east end and uh he decides he goes back from georgia and he's gonna get tattooed by stanley and walter and Stanley and Walter had SW tattoo in Copay, which is the town, one town away from where I grew up in Linares. So fucking, he rolls up there and he goes, yeah, I want to get tattooed by you guys. And they're like, cool, what are you looking to get done? He's like, well, I don't know. I just want to get tattooed by both you guys. Like, I figured I'd do something off of some of the acetates. I know you guys got a bunch of acetates. And this is back in like, this would have been mid to late, to, I, I want to say late 2000s. And, um, they're like, okay, man, let's, okay, we're going to go in the back. We're going to grab some stuff. So they bring a box out up front, and they immediately start pulling out these giant fucking acetates <laughs> of, like, chest eagles and fucking, and Dave's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, I got a full chest tattoo. I'm looking for, like, shoulder, like the fronts of his shoulders. And they're like, oh, oh, okay, whatever. It's a different box. What about like- your back? What's your back look like? And then he, like, they pull out this giant panther, and he's like, no, 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 my back's done. This big. Like, I'm looking for, like, a fucking three-inch <laughs> tattoo, you know? So, like, okay, okay, okay. So, they pull out a smaller box of acetates. And he's flipping through them. And he finds a fucking... He finds this bird. It's not a swallow. It's a fucking bird. Just a regular just, bird? Just, just a fucking bird. Just just your average... It's a just, fucking bird. It's like a typical bird. It's a weird bird. It's just a bird. So, he gets this fucking bird. And they're like, okay, cool. So, the first person he gets tattooed by is Walter. So Walter does a tattoo on him. It's actually not bad. It's actually, it's solid as fuck. It's in there. And it's straight up old school acetate. The first thing, when he walked into the shop, they have uh, two stations set up. The stations are set up. And what I mean by set up, they are set up. Needle in the fucking machine, usually a liner or a shader. They have those weird, uh, they're, um, what are they called? They're not called chandeliers. Uh, fuck, I can't even think of the name. It's basically a... Um, the little souffle cups 
they sit in these little these little like like metal things that you can spin around that it's like a it's lazy not, susan <laughs> it's kind of like a lazy susan I guess. there's a name i can't remember what it was but all the inks are in this fucking thing in these little paper souffle cups and it's covered in a piece of paper towel so when dave goes into walter station walter pulls the fucking paper towel off of the the lazy susan and he sprays a little bit of alcohol in the inks and gives him a little quick little mix and proceeds to tattoo Dave Gloveless. Right, right. Bangs out one tattoo on the front of his shoulder. And he's looking at it, he's like, all right, cool. And he's like, okay, go over to Stanley. He goes over to the next station. Stanley's set up the exact same way, no gloves, fucking hammers out the tattoo. So it's the same stencil. <laughs> the birds do not look the same. <laughs> That's why Stanley's, we didn't match dude. Stanley's had this like crazy mongoloid head. It's like, it's like it looked like it had a brain hemorrhage. But I mean, the story, like the idea that he he went there and got tattooed by him, well, like the, I think that's tremendous. The the get it's not what you get tattooed, and, we, and we've talked about it several times. It's not like how cool your tattoo was. There's the experience, yeah, of tattooing. You know, 100%. is it is if you're good, I like if you could talk good. I know the the dudes I know that can talk really good tattoo more than the dudes that yeah, can tattoo really good all, all the time. Busier than fuck. People have fun. They think it's fun to get tattooed. Because you make it, you know, it's not about, it's not about tattooing. It's not about art. It's not about, it's about a story. It's about a, it's about a moment in that person's life. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to remember how, how good or bad it was because, exactly. you know, I, I've been tattooed in times. I was like, this is a piece of shit. And then like years later, I'm all, it's a piece of shit, you know? And then I have times where I got tattooed. And I was like, that was fucking so fun. Oh, the best is when people come up to you and they have a beautiful tattoo. And I'm like, how was it? I'll never do it. And oh, yeah. it's, it's got nothing to do with the tattoo. It's got nothing to do with what they got. It's got to do with the experience or that they have. The the, uh, the the headphones guy, the I wear headphones and ignore you guy. Yeah, exactly. That's that. The first time I ever saw that, I was like, that is that's fucking. First I, time I, I ever saw it, to be honest, it was Ami James. He's on wearing the headphones. Convention floor. <sighs> Fuck, it wasn't Miami. It might have been Miami. It was it was a show in it, it might have been Miami actually, and he was wearing headphones, and I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. Because I was like, what happens if your client's not feeling good? Like, like to me, it's always about... Like, was, I don't this, was this after the show? Huh? Was this after Miami? Uh, yeah. No, it, it would have been during, I would okay. imagine, yeah. But I, I always looked at it as like, it's like people ask me all the time, it's like, what's your favorite tattoo? And I'm like, I don't really have a favorite tattoo. I have favorite clients. And that's yeah. honestly what it is. It's, it's not the tattoo, it's the time you it's spend. who, who you're tattooing. Because I've, I've got tattoos that I've done that are, you know, I'm really happy with the tattoo. I really dig what I did on them, but I hated doing it because I didn't like the person I was tattooing or I just didn't enjoy my time. And I've got other tattoos that I look at that I want to post pictures of, but I'm like, that's a really kind of shit tattoo. <laughs> but I had such a wonderful time doing the tattoo and, and the client is, keeps coming back and I enjoy myself. And, and that's really what it's about. It's not about the art. Like I've been doing this long enough that it's not about the art anymore. And not for nothing, it's not like you're impressing anybody anymore. You know what I mean? Like well, half it, these fucking people don't even see the tattoos. When you see um, somebody like struggling to get tattooed by somebody, and I and I've had people hit me, hey, I've been emailing this guy, I've been messaging him, and he told me to look at his work, and I'm trying to make an appointment, and just won't, just won't let me make an appointment. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What do you mean? Well, no, the best thing about that is you could sit back and go, who is it? All right, give me a minute. 
And then you can literally just go, go to this guy. And if he says fuck off, there's another guy that does just work just as good. You send him, hey. I like, not know. for nothing, because realistically, who's doing anything that's so fucking unique that you can't find somebody who does the work almost as good, if not better, or identical? Well, some people are looking to get tattooed by a specific person. Well, they realize right? the fucking problem. Like, because how fucking dumb is that? Well, they want to get tattooed by you. Yeah, you know, exactly. Jimmy and not for nothing, that makes sense. Because get realistically, Randy, yeah. you're going to get an experience that you're never going to fucking forget. Yeah. I was going to say at our shop, I was like, hey, we put a lot of stock in the experience. I was like, wait, that's probably just me. I'm, I'm compensating well, we do. for my lack we get, of tattoo all, ability. All of, the, all of our shit is so close. And so on Saturday, when everybody's tattooing, and a lot of times at this point, we've had people, they, they've got tattooed by everybody here. You know, when they come back in. That's how it should and be. And we're talking yeah. a bunch of wild shit we're talking yeah, about. but the thing is, they built the shop to be that. To make Not it be that Not every shop. No, you're right. I mean, way. our shop is like, a tough you, one. You, I mean, I Your always, shop isn't built that way. I always, but, I, but like, I still, I always tell people, I'm like, oh, get tattooed by that person. I've you tattooed so many like. of their clients that I'm like, I'm fucking Well, I, I always <laughs> like talking shit. Like, if I'm not tattooing, I would... I would like to go talk shit or make fun of you or fucking say something. Dude, that's I, gonna, like, if I can instill uncertainty in your client about your skills, <laughs> I'm fucking doing it. Oh, if I, if I nothing, can, I'm like, your chair oh man, this is coming out a lot better than that one the other day. And they're all what? And I walk away forever. And I'm like, yeah, that's just it, deal yeah. with that. Deal Imagine with that. learning a tattoo yeah. while that's going. It's like Josh <laughs> specializing in future cover-ups. Yeah, so dude. Yeah, exactly. you just throw that shit out. Josh, there. I tattooed. A, uh, I've tattooed Randy's clients. Like when I first started here, uh, they were letting me, you know. And Josh was like, just don't put it somewhere I'm gonna have to deal with it later. And recently, other different Josh, Josh, obviously had to do a huge tattoo and butt up right next to one I did. He's all, fuck you, dude. He had to like, <laughs> like redraw like, oh, it. Right over to this it's all one little eagle and Josh is all, oh, yeah, I did it. And Josh has to do like a back piece. He's all, fucking come the fuck on. It's all dude. back piece around my tat. I go, I'm fucking sorry. You let me work here. So <laughs> the best part is like, yeah, he's just like, I'm like, you're welcome for that collab. Yeah, hey. Yeah, we be careful tattooing my client. Back piece. <laughs> be careful tattooing the back piece on my client. Yeah, There's all chrome on there. Cut. They're getting chrome from Randy, and my chrome's right next. I'm like, you don't don't put them near each other. Or you tell them like, oh, Josh tattoos are the goddamn same. He'll do it right now. It's yeah. fine. He'll do it. Who'd you tell? You're like, they want a chrome from you. You're like, nah, Josh will do it. I was like, I will not do that. Yeah. My chrome's just melted chrome. The same, exactly. same. Yeah, so it's oh, pretty much the same. Like, told me how to do it. No, that doesn't mean I know how to do it. Either you got that chrome on a sunny day where that shit's nice and crisp, or you got that chrome that's like, eh. You know, it's like, like a sunset, like a, yeah, like a midnight that, chrome. Sometimes your chrome yeah. is, is you're trying to pull a line of white. It's like it's black, right? And it's just red. And sometimes people do chrome like that. Some people. Like you? Oh, me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, like that. that's right. Yeah. Hello, like you? I didn't know. Hey, but you know what? I didn't you know noticed my style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, why is it not to the edges? I, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to make it go to the edges. I don't know. But we don't, we don't even have fucking portfolios here. No one even knows if we're good at it. Dude, you know what's funny? Like, <laughs> they just well, the, the crazy thing is, like, us. one out of fucking 50 people nowadays come in, come in looking for a portfolio. Most people are just like, man, you, you guys got time? Or this is what I want to get done. Who's the best at it? And and the, the manager I had, the girl that works for us, like, she doesn't want to answer. Like, she's just like, look at people's books. We have books out still, but people just don't want, they just want you to tell them what to do. So at that point, you might as well. And just I, I always do. If someone comes in and they're like, who specializes in CrossFit? I'm all fucking Josh does. And he's going to be here Wednesday 
He's gonna be here every day we're open. And he wants to do that shit. Oh my god. We do that shit all the time. People call it like who specializes in small tattoos? And we're like shitty people. <laughs> They're like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't I don't know what answer you were looking for, man. Like apparently you were what, can, what did you consider to be a small tattoo? Like, I don't know. Like you're over the phone. Like like if you came in and you held your like a design up, like, yo. Who's the best at this? I'm like, yo, this is the artist you need to see. But to call up like blindfolded, you're just like, yo, who makes the best, you know, mastacholi? Like, I don't fucking know. Like, what you've eaten before? Like, what you think is good? Or, like, what like the best small tattoo? You're like, I don't know. I would say John. Just like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Shitty people. That's anybody, who specialize in it. Who, like, anybody who asks, who's everything. the best at? I'm all Josh. No, really, I was a hundred goddamn percent. Hundred percent. But, but like, you know, it's funny. It's like a lot of the older tattooers that I remember their, their names and stuff were all characters. It, it wasn't their tattooing at before I knew anything well, we were talking- that made me think about them. I remember them. And then, you know, he's taught me that like the, the salesmanship, like I was saying, the way you are. A lot and of shit. people miss out on that. I think that's a part of like being a counter person and, or taking a proper apprenticeship is learning how to be a chameleon to the people that walk into your door, you know? Be able like, to, that's a that's a skill set in itself. We well, you, yeah. you gotta be a good rodeo clown because Josh had the first time and me, like I have the patience level. I have an insanely high patience level for people's bullshit. Josh has like one and I'm like, you're gonna make it a hundred today. You're gonna be happy. You're it's like it's like my knob it. only went to two dude and Randy grabbed it with vice grips and he was like Fucking like, and just held this dude. I was like, oh no. I was all no, this old girl needs that fucking heart today. Okay. 100%. You're gonna make that happen. Well, I was telling her. Jimmy when we went to get food, I was like, I just didn't say no to any walking at all. You should because I didn't want to do something. Well, firstly, you guys are gonna talk shit. We're talking shit either way. Even if you did great. Well, I didn't like, wanna, you know, like, oh, that's a good song. I was like, I'm gonna sink the reputation of this fucking shop, dude. If I tattoo this, let's go. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Your fault. You made me like this. So like, wow, that line's solid. That's the best way to learn. Better than that line. That's next to it. The best way to learn is actually doing it. And he had his first experience with like people that were so rowdy. And like he got up, he got a tattoo on his ribs, dude. And Josh did the best he could. And I was like, this is gonna be what it is, you know? <laughs> like, I, was like, yeah, I knew, I knew that before that dude even got the stencil on. And he's like, okay. And his friends are rowdy as fuck. And I was like, hell yeah, this is my shit. I love this shit, you know? Yeah. And the guy's all in the one, mirror, dude. and his friend like slaps it, bow, right? And I was all, fuck yeah, dude. And Josh is all, oh my God. I've dude. tattooed <laughs> that dude six times. <laughs> yeah. He's my But that guy now. had so much fun. Yeah. He got tattooed six well, times. If I don't know, if I'm not sure about the tattoo, I'm sure it's fucking trying to make sure you had a great time. There you go. That's all I got left. So we do that. We do these these pop ups. We do these walk in days and stuff. And they're always themed and stuff. And we have people that just come out for those. Yeah. And the first time this one guy got tattooed, we did a Deadpool one. And you know, we showed the movie and everything else. We were we had a we had a food truck in the back that was doing chimichangas and shit. Did you come out for Deadpool? You know I did. I fucking I did half the flash. Okay. Yeah. Why <laughs> he's like, hey, come on. I just, yeah, I was just like, I thought Jimmy Drew. But dude, I had a kid sit in my chair and he's like, man, I finally got a fucking Joe Capobianco tattoo. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you did not. You got a fucking Deadpool tattoo in a walk-in fucking day, dude. Like, if you want a real fucking proper tattoo for me, book a fucking appointment. Like no, this yeah, all you had to do was add tits to it, and it'd have been a Joe tattoo. Well, oh, maybe that too, but no, it's not the fucking point. Like, it's, and it's the, the kid eventually booked an appointment and got tattooed. But it was one of those things. It's like that's their that that he thought that was his in. Like I fucking walking. 
I'm like, dude, just book a fucking appointment. Well, his hand? He walked in. How, walked in how hard is shit. it to get tattooed by you? It's not. That's the <laughs> fucking point, dude. That's what kills me. Are your books closed? No. Fuck is, you. your, <laughs> is, your, is your apps open? I was just checking. Did you have a... a do we have to email three or four assistants before? No, you don't. And that's the fucking thing that kills me. It's like, I'll run into people in town. they would be like, you know, man, I, I know you're really booked out. So if there's somebody in your shop, I'm like, really? I'm booked out. You know that for a fact, huh? Well, did you ever call the shop? No. Did you ever ask anybody? Well, then shut the fuck up. I'm not booked out. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Just call the fucking shop or book an appointment. And it's still, it's like, it's, it's like, so that, all to the people who are listening to this shit, who's like, fuck it, I'm calling, make an appointment. <laughs> and when they call him, like, Joe doesn't have enough time. Like, Joe just doesn't want to do your tattoo. So he's fucking saying, <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's Joe's not, yeah, so apparently Joe's you're making an appointment now and you don't how, get tattooed. How hard is it to get tattooed? Do you already get fucking slammed? It ain't. I only book a month in advance. And then are you insanely expensive? Like I've been led to believe. I wish I was that fucking expensive. No, no. So it's a street. It's obtainable to go get a tap from you. Yeah. And then, Joe, you can get a tattoo. I mean, what do you charge? Like a hundred thousand dollars an hour or something? Yeah, I'm, I'm, about I'm that. Insanely expensive. Yeah. No. So it's easy. It's easy because people will hit me up, and I'm not important. I'm not cool. And they'll be like, I don't. I know you're probably pretty booked up. I was like, I can tattoo you fucking. How expensive are you? Super expensive. I try to be. Yeah. yeah. At all times. That's like, like most people. I tell people expensive. That's, you just can't afford it. That's the slogan. I was yeah, all. You're just broke. We're we're not cheap, but we're faster and it's funner. Are we yeah. talking? Are we talking money? Are, like, what do you charge? No. No. Me? I just nope. charge money, Joe. <laughs> And I know Jimmy American does. dollars, yeah. Josh doesn't for free still. He does. I don't know how to call properly, dude. I'm fucking you, sorry. If you can macro how do you shit? Not, so that was the thing. Like fucking when I worked with Sid at Cliffs, like I had this thing where like Sid was like, dude, go out there and get me a fucking hook me one. Cause there'd be like nine people standing yeah. in the front room. And it, I, it was my job to kind of score people's appointments. You know what I mean? Even if I was tattooing, it was always like first one, first per, person up, whatever. And he'd just be like, he didn't want to talk to anybody. And he knew the way I delivered, for whatever fucking reason, people were like, okay, boo. And yeah. I would literally go out there and they'd be like, oh, so I want to get tattooed today. I'm like, all right, cool. What are you looking to get done? And they're like, well, I'm looking at a couple of pieces of flash here. And they flipped the book. And a lot of times it was Jack Rudy stuff, like the old Jack Rudy dragons and stuff like that. Yeah. And that stuff was amazing. Type three, fucking I have like, seven I have a lot of that flash. Bash yeah. that stuff. Like an hour and a half, done. And you, they literally just walk up and they'd be like, well, what about this one? Okay, that one's like 400 bucks. Well, what about this one? Ah, 350. What about this one? Ah, it's 600 bucks. And you just walk away. Like, you don't even fucking, don't even give them the chance to be like, oh. We're all fine. So we're taking a picture. We're right taking now. a picture, so we just stopped talking. <laughs> so we stopped so we talking. Stop talking about Joe's, kind of Joe's teaching him how to price the tattoo. Should I move? Yeah. yeah. I'm all like taking notes, dude. I'm all waiting. So He's all so how do you, yeah, because what Josh will do. Is I'll fucking tell you what. Josh's favorite thing is I'll be like, hey, you know, it'll be a, clearly a three or four hundred dollar tattoo. Josh's favorite thing to do is be like, one forty. Why? No. All, and then they're all perfect. Let's do it right now. And I'm a high. Like, and then he'll say, how much did you charge for that? And I'm like, I don't know, like three hundred bucks. And he's all fuck. And then when they get done, he's all one twenty. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking. See, know. But that was the thing. Like, I would go out there, and when they got to the highest one, the biggest one, you just be like. Uh, it's, uh, that's 600 bucks. And you just walk away. And they'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I well, want to do it. And then I'd go back to Sid and be like, hey, what's the $600? And he'd just be like, yes. Yeah, I've never done a $600 tattoo. I'm all, that's like a daydream to me. I'm like, how's that? Dude? So no, even with me, like, so the first tattoo I ever did for money 
uh, it was like a Friday night or a Thursday night, I don't remember. And uh, Cliff comes up to me and he goes, so man, uh, and he throws down a, an image and he's like, you want to do that? And I'm like, yeah, definitely. It was like 10 o'clock at night too. So it was like, we were starting to break down and I'm, I'm starting to clean up and stuff. And he's like, you want to do that? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, 60 bucks. And it was a little dragon head. And I'm like, 60 bucks? Like I was still technically an apprentice. He's like, yeah, 60 bucks. I'm like, for real? And I'm like, fuck yeah. And that was the first, technically, that was the first money tattoo I did. In the Is show. that the first? So I was going to ask you guys earlier before we got away from it. Do you, was that your first walk-in? Like on a complete stranger for money? Yeah. Fucking, all right. And it was a you little dragon. It was a dragon head black and gray about that big, like like two and a half, three inches tall on his chest. And his fucking chest is your fucking... first walk-in? I have. Well, I mean, I, I, do, I had done chest tattoos. I had done 13 tattoos, one of them. I avoided chest till Randy walked up behind me and grabbed my hands and made me tattoo someone's chest. Like, I was like, I don't know how to do that. You just tattoo, it's just skin. Yeah, you, you just, just do it. it. Yeah. You don't think about it. Yeah, you guys say shit like that. I was like, you want no, to respect dude, the someone who doesn't know? You make shit up as you go. I'm still making shit up. I hate tattooing fucking ribs, dude. Dude, I don't like think Josh thinks there's dick. a there's a he, Josh thinks there's like a, a a scroll of rules that there's the answer of exactly what to do, and I know it, and I won't tell him. But firstly, because there is, and you do know shit. Dude, if you think that's the case, when you go on the road and you start tattooing, it's like Raiders of the Lost fucking Ark, dude. Dude, because that list, he doesn't even have. Randy will say shit that I think is a riddle, and I think he's doing it on purpose to me. That's good. And I'll be like, what? What? It's like the rubber band thing to you, though. And he'll say something. And unfortunately, it'll be like, it's, I mean, what? I've only been here two years. Feels like a hundred, but I'll stumble across the thing in real life. And he was telling me, I was like, you fucker. You could have worded this in a way I could understand. I told you. But... The exact goddamn thing. Well, see, that's why you pay attention to what's going on. No, I try. Well, the, I take things pretty literal. Like you're saying, I look for rules. So I'm pretty fucking literal. So if you tell me something, I'm going to do what you say. So when he says blow out before fallout, and I have a fucking tight five, and I blow out script on a fucking rib cage. I'm like, you said blow out before fallout, dude. What the fuck? He's like, I was talking about traditional. And I was like, <laughs> fucking be specific, <laughs> man. I don't know so what dude, I'm doing. First, one of the first traditional tattoos I ever had to do, it was at uh, Richmond Convention. No, it might have been Atlanta. It was Atlanta. Atlanta Convention. And do you remember Rocco from, uh, he, he, he eventually bought Tattoo Mania from Gil Monty. I don't remember. I knew Tattoo Mania, but I didn't know. So Rocco, Rocco, yeah, Rocco. Um, so yeah, he 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 had a, a, his wife whose name I can't remember right now. She used to do uh, the fancy shirts, like like in the in the early mid nineties, like the fancy shirts became popular, like like you know like dice and whatnot. So she used to make these shirts, and uh, I used to buy stuff from her a lot. So she was like, we 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 hit it off really well. And she's like, I want to get tattooed by you. And I'm like, oh, cool. What do you want? She's like, I want a girl, like a traditional Sailor Jerry girl in a shower. And again, this is before the internet. So I couldn't just look up a bunch of Sailor Jerry shit. So now I'm like, fuck, I got to draw a fucking traditional Americana Sailor Jerry girl in a shower. And I don't draw like that ever. So I draw this fucking thing up. And uh, she's like, oh, it's fucking cool. And she's getting on the back for forum. I'm like, all right, cool. She sits down. I put the stencil on her. And I go to I go setting up my shit. I just about like lay a line down, and fucking Mike Wilson walks up to the booth. He's like, "Hey, Joe." He's probably what's going he's on? probably done a traditional tattoo. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> just a few. He's probably done one. And he walks up. He's like, "What's going on, man?" I'm like, "Nothing, dude. I'm just about to do this fucking piece." He's like, "Really? You might have to check it out." I'm like, "No, dude. That's cool. I'm just about to get started." 
and I lay my first line down, not only does he like just look over my shoulder, he goes, hey man, do you mind if I grab this box? And I used to have all my shit in this box that I bring to a convention. It's like a Harding box. And he literally picks it up, puts it down, literally right next to my chair. Like my chair thumped when he put the box down. And then he sat, so we were literally sitting hip to hip. Like he was literally sitting on top of me. And he just kind of leans forward, he goes, all right, cool. And I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. So I fucking bang out this outline and I start black shading it. And he's just watching me. And I'm like, it's I'm it's fucking it's stressed Is it helping you a lot? No, it's not helping at all. It's fucking <laughs> stressing the shit out of me. So I literally get to all the black down and I go, so is that enough black? He goes, nah, I do a little bit more black. And I remember somebody had telling me once before that Mike had always said, he's like, when you think you've got just enough black, more, add more black. Yeah. <laughs> so I did the same thing. And I'm watching, I'm just like, dude, you gotta go, man. <laughs> like, I'm really not comfortable at all. Like, this fucking sucks. And I like Mike. I mean, he did this little, this little piece on me and stuff. And I'm like, dude, for real, man. I can't. I'm done. So tattooing with someone on your shoulder, He sat the entire dude. fucking, like, for like, fucking 45, 50 minutes. Just watching me. It sounds like he, it sounds like he helped you. Just <laughs> no, it sounds like I'll tell you why he has this perspective. Okay, because my station is one foot from Randy tattooing, yeah. and on the other side of me, Josh tattooing. So I have them. They yeah, can see what I'm doing at all times. You're young. You're fucking dumb, and they should be doing this to you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, I at know that what point, that's like. I shouldn't have that done to me. I'm done. I, that, my hazing is done. I just made sure. Is it ever done? I'm nah, making you know, fucking, not. Is it you ever really you done? You knock that fucking, those horses' feet off sometimes just so he fucking comes down a level, you know? You yeah, know, dude, because some days, some weeks, shit's going real good for you, dude. You do tattoos, you get to do five kanji in a row, dude, and you think you're sick, dude. You get, Or you get to do palm tree silhouettes, and you're all, it's been my week, dude. Well, listen. And then some you, girl, say, wait, wait, wait. you hear that? You hear that? Those are seagulls. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah, and like then somebody will call on the phone, and I can tell it's a fucking problem, dude. And they're like, I need everything, right? It's a cover-up. I'm coming from 100 miles away. I only All I got is checks. I only pay in checks. <laughs> and I'm all, Josh will be here. Josh <laughs> he will be here for you when you get here. He set, he set the standard for it, no matter what it is, though. Even if it's that, you better, because like, he deals with it so good. His, like you said, his meter for bullshit goes so far. So even though I feel like I'm stretching mine, I'm trying real hard to do what he does. So I'm like... I don't have the experience. Sometimes I don't know I how to answer I, I mean, at the Oklahoma City Tattoo Convention, I tattooed an insanely drunk dude. He's like, I want a Polynesian leg sleeve. And I was like, all right. <laughs> he was all, really? I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, how much money do you fucking have? Because that's some money. And he's like, oh. And then we got to a point where like, he only had enough for half. And this dude was like, you know, I do tattoos myself. And I'm tattooing this dude. And oh. it's a fucking nightmare. This dude's, this dude's wearing out. If, if He has like a 10-foot radius. Dude, if you're in that fucking thing... You don't like him anymore. And I'm fucking staring down the barrel of this boy. And I do it on the fly, draw it on. I do the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, that's how you tattoo. And then Josh, later, a couple weeks later, somebody was being real difficult. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> like, like you're fucking tattooing it. And I was like, because for me, Just if you walked it. in the door, if you requested a tat from the tat store, which is, by the way, that's all the fucking sell is tats. Yeah. Don't do piercings. I don't have other stuff on the shelf. Yeah. Only tats. If that's what you need. That's what we're going to fucking do, you know? And I still, I'm starting to get to the point to where I like doing just walk-ins better. Like, what do you, what do you want? They're like, I want this thing. It's come and I'm a pain in the ass. I was like, love it. Let's do it. I'm yeah, a yeah. pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, motherfuckers are calling. What time do you close? Close at 10 o'clock. 
I'll be there at 9.59. Like, of course you will. Josh is right here waiting for you. Yeah, yeah of course dude, you will. So will Josh. Yeah. Whenever the fuck <laughs> we are, dude. Me and 12 of my friends, but only one of us are getting tattooed. I was all The Josh. other ones are on the fence. You know, I tried oh it. My God. I tried, but I later, tried. but later, out you'll go out into the world because I would go to other shops and I, I when I go out on a guest spot, I assume I'm like, when I get there, dude, it's gonna be like tattoo gladiators. Like, we're gonna get ourselves, like, I'm gonna have to prove to them I can do tats no matter what it is. I get there. And like 19 people come in, they're like, no, no. I was like, that's it. I'm fucking tattooing all these people. I don't give a shit yeah. anymore. Because I was like, dude, it's fuck. I don't know what changed where I was like, you fucking, you hate dollars? You hate? Yeah, it's, it's, it is one of those things where you sit back and you, it's harder. I mean, I have a harder time with it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I just do. I mean, I mean, you've been tattooing how long? 18 years. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I'll wait. I'll see. So you're new. But when, when I've been tattooing, because when I went, I went to Florida, I went to Jimmy's shop, and he did a touch-up on some girl. It was some little, and I was like, oh, this is probably going to be sick, dude. It's probably going to be some cool flamingo. And it was like the normalest tattoo. He was like, there you go. Touch-up. Bing, bang, bong. And I was all, this dude's fucking sick. All right. I'm going to fuck you. I just try to do it. <laughs> well, I remember. Dude, I'm, I'm a tattooer, man. Time, I'm, yeah. a, I'm, I'm a tattooer before anything. Like, in Vegas. Unless you want me to fucking do a portrait, like, fucking sit down. I remember I seeing him in Vegas, dude, and people would be like, I want a fucking dice. And he'd go in there and fucking draw up a bunch of dice. And then somebody would be like, well, what about these? And then one of the other guys would be like, I'll do those. And then they just go with the fucking retard dice out of the fucking, out of the portfolio. I, I drew dice wrong. I, I didn't know that I traded dice to Jimmy. And I was all, yeah, I just drew the numbers on a random. He's all, that's See, not yeah, that's, you can't do it. And he was yeah. all, hey, first of all, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> all, secondly, hold on, we got to get all, the rules This, out this is all right. You understand? And he was trying to explain to me over the phone. And I like it because Jimmy will call you. And that's always like, hey, are you a text guy or a call you? Because I am a fucking call you guy. Yeah. And Josh never yeah, was. You got about three text messages, then I got, we're not dating. Hey, call me. Call, you. call yeah, me. Yeah. Actually, you called me that one time. I was like in bed already. I was like, hey, I'm looking at this. And Jimmy called me. He was like, all right, here's nah, what you're going to look No, that's too many up. times going back and forth, dude. <laughs> nah. You got three text messages, and at that point, we're talking. Because fuck that. I actually just realized, like, one, you don't uh, respond to text, actually. I, I can't spell for shit and autocorrect fucking hates me so at this moment like clearly we're in the middle of a conversation i'm just fucking talking to you yeah, yeah. i can't like yeah either. if not it's like yo what's up nothing what's up with you no fuck call me what's up hey, hey that's how what so much better yeah like what's up followed up by like what's up hey this is what's going on okay cool that's the end of the text message but if you fucking hit send three fucking times call me motherfucker and, or or you or you post a picture five minutes before that text that is obviously incorrectly drawn dice. Yeah, I thought I was slick. Dude, I was all, he's going to think it's cool. And then I was all, he's also getting fucked in this trade. This is the worst trade so ever awesome. for Jimmy. <laughs> awesome, dude. All Jimmy needs is some I told, you, I told you, I was like, we're trading. Did you know Jimmy at that point? Or did you just, I, no, I, you I, I went to Florida. My flight got delayed. And I had been talking to Jimmy. And I was like, hey, my flight got delayed. And he was all, you at the airport? And I was like, yeah, he's all, I'll be right there. We'll be there. Don't worry about it. And I was all, hey, you know, he's like, all right, cool. And then fucking showed up and I never met him. And he was like, I'm taking you all around. And we went eight. He wouldn't let me pay for shit. Told me a bunch of cool stuff. He's like, you need to do some tasks. I was like, I just did. Like, I tattooed from like 8 a.m. to goddamn midnight for two days, dude. And I was like, he's going to think I'm fucking lame because I'm not fucking smashing tasks. I look back at my life and I was like, I hope Josh never hears about this because he'll fucking. Oh, what? You didn't want that? What did I do? He said, I'm taking a day off. I took a day off, Maybe, Josh. Oh are my you, god. You didn't take it for real though? Not really? a day off. Like Josh is mad. He's like, you did what? He took, what? A day off. he took a day off at Disneyland. In <laughs> Disneyland. Dude, that's what Josh. What do you want to do? We can go to Disneyland. We He's go. hanging out with Mickey Mouse and Jimmy Litwalk. Yeah. Fucking drinking cream soda, I bet. 
just out there having the best time of my life. No, they were they were drinking fucking they were drinking fucking Harry Potter fucking drinks. Yeah, we were having butter beer. <laughs> butter beers. I couldn't hey guys, whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah, we had the best times of our lives. You you did not Randy didn't fucking chill out literally since the day I met him until COVID, I think. Until you went to your house and oh, you're like, did come back. Well, we didn't talk to each other. No, that was I the first time where days went by. Over line, like I've liked a bunch of no, stuff. Like we're talking, yeah, no, we're talking no, about no, the line. He just, I seen that he was stranded. Yeah. At the airport, and I was like, "Well, fuck it, dude. Like, what's up? Like, you need, need fucking help or a ride or fucking something? Let me know." And that was it. And I was like, "Yeah, let's hang out." And then it was fucking. And then I made him sleep in my kid's bed. He was all fucking. I like he was a fucking. Right, let me ask you a question: How many children's beds have you slept in? A ton. Wow, that didn't sound bad. No, that's a setup. That's a fucking loaded question. I've slept. I've slept fucking everywhere. Dude, I've slept, how, it, it's, it sucks. Like, I think the worst one yet was Brazil. When we went to, and slept in, and, and I had to sleep on that fucking weird, the, it was like that weird fucking Oh, the, you know, like certain bed. kids have like the little uh, platform, like, like they call it like a day bed. So it's yeah. like a couch bed. You, you know, I know that. Artist, so it's like, it's like swapped out like that. Like his you got one of those? his house. So he, yeah. slept, he slept on the lower part and I slept on the top part. And I, the whole time I'm like, this thing's going to break. It's going to fucking break. And I'm going to drop oh, oh, one of those. fucking feet and yeah. break my back. Because yeah. when I first, when I came down here the first time, I stayed at Josh's for a week. And it was like, I had my own room, dude, with like guests, like like services. Like dinner brought to me basically. It was amazing. The house was calm and quiet and it was kind of dark. Very serene. It was serene. And then the next week, Randy picked me up. And we got to his house and like there was a child screaming in my face instantaneously. And it was like one of those beds. And I was, I was all, and I was like, dude, and it's like, it's like their side room where they just put a bunch of shit. And I'm just in there. And I was like, okay, so this, dude, this that was is the weirdest thing. I so I went, to, so when I did, when I went to Delaware, uh, forever ago, like 20 something years ago, I worked out of BJ's. Oh, I worked, so I worked out of, not BJ's. Yeah, no, I didn't fuck. You know what? Not for nothing. That kid took a hell of a shit. I'm blaming <laughs> on the kid. Dude, fucking why are you blaming? I'm blaming the kid to this day. I don't care. It wasn't me. BJ's well, not here to defend. I'll explain. Don't fuck up other BJ's so basically, so bad. It wasn't. Her, it was the. It was the bathroom. It wasn't. He it was a fucking it, dog. He killed it. Don't walk in. The dog did something entirely different. I'm killing your life. Our stories are getting less coherent. So I go to. I go to. I work out in the shop that BJ's working in. What was the name of the? It was something Buddha. Smiling Buddha. No, what's Smiling Buddha's? What's his name? Shop in Canada. It was something Buddha. Happy Buddha. I don't know. Some fucking lucky. Lucky Buddha. Lucky Buddha. It might have been lucky Buddha. So I'm fucking booked. So BJ's working there. I come down there. I, get, I do a guest spot. I tattooed BJ. I'm not even going to go into what happened with BJ. That's another story. Did you get, so, paid, did you get paid in the check? No, no, no. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> but uh, so I'm staying at BJ's house. And he's like, okay, you're going to stay in my daughter's room. And I'm like, dude, all right, cool, whatever. And back then, I didn't care as much. I'll sleep wherever you fucking give me a bed. So I'm sleeping in her room. And I'm sleeping in her bedroom. And then the next day, I get up. I fucking go to the bathroom, use the toilet, take a shower, get out. The fucking toilet stops working. So immediately, BJ's blaming me. And I'm like, dude, your daughter just left the bathroom. How are you blaming me for your bathroom being clogged up? It's not me, it's your daughter. I didn't shit there last. Apparently your daughter might have. Just saying. Yo, listen, I gotta tell you something. So now after this huge argument about who fucking clogged up the fucking toilet, I go in the fucking bedroom and the fucking dog is sitting there chewing on my fucking shoe. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm like, BJ, and I wear shoes. I don't wear sneakers and shit. Like, I'm fucking, fucking wearing sneakers. proper shoes. Ooh, and I'm like, shoes. And he's like, what? I'm like, your fucking dog just did me. He's like, well, you just fucking clogged up the toilet. I'm like, I didn't clog up the fucking toilet. <laughs> Dude, 
this a goddamn sitcom. Your fucking daughter, your daughter's fucking went in and like, he's like, you fucking shit up my fucking daughter's fucking toilet. He looked at the dog. It's like, get his shoe. Fuck his shoes. Your daughter's taking King Kong shits. Your fucking dog's eating my fucking shoes. It's not my fucking fault. Fast forward like 20 something years. I go to fucking, I'm driving up from fucking North Carolina. I stop at BJ's. Where do I sleep? In his fucking daughter's room. <laughs> did you fuck, did you fuck the toilet up? No, again? I didn't fuck the toilet up. I purposely did not take a... They should have had the hot water to the toilet. That yeah, would have helped. I, I usually get fights. <laughs> it's a sauna for shit. I, I'll, yeah. it, any, butts. Anybody who's let me stay at their house, I appreciate it so much. And there's been some... And I always pick a fight that's like, when do you go to beat the airport? I'm like, fucking 2 a.m. Like, I gotta be there in 10 minutes. Whatever time it is to fucking now. You yelled at me for that. Yeah, because I didn't want to keep the cycle going. So, um, anyway, <laughs> and then people are so nice. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, no problem. I'll drive you, right? And now, at this point, I'm like, fuck off, bro. You fucking fight at noon or you fucking walk in there, right? And, but I was getting ready, woke up, threw... My fucking whole jacket on and everything, and it was cold, right? And I was like, man, it fucking smells terrible. What the fuck happened? And like, a cat pissed, like, inside the sweater. I'm, when I'm strapped <laughs> inside the sweater. the sweater, like, inside, I'm, and I'm fucking zipped it. Dude, I'm just in there. <laughs> and like, I, it was like, zip. <laughs> and, I can, and, I can, and I can fucking, I can, I can feel like a moisture, and I'm all, Ooh. oh, my God, I'm going to have to throw my whole body away. I can't. <laughs> I got to get on a Southwest flight. And, it's, and so I take the sweater off, put it in a bag, tie it, put it in another bag, tie it, dude. And I'm like, that should take care of it. And then I'm at the airport, dude. It's all cat piss. I smell like I smell like a cat piss on my chest, dude. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I try to wash it off with like a oh. like I, like I try and I don't know I don't even have a cat. I don't know cat stuff, right? And then I was all I was like I'm taking a prison shower and a fucking Fuck and I'm all get the cat piss off me get the cat piss off Peaks me right chest yeah I'm, I'm like okay we're good and I sit there a minute all cat piss fuck it right and it's all and I always board on a Southwest flight so last and I almost sit on the pilot's lap that's like the last seat is almost like I sit in the bathroom right so the pilot's like um. He's all Z, Z99. Group Brown Z99. And it's me only. Then I get on and I sit there and I'm sitting. At, it's a center seat. It's a center seat, dude. And I smell like I'm wearing cat piss for cologne. Right? <laughs> and, you and I was okay. like this. Like I just sat there and I was all. You should just put on a French accent. Dude, like, I didn't say I didn't say shit, dude. <laughs> and I was like, oh fucking god damn it, right? And then somebody, I could hear somebody three rows ahead. And they're like, Smells so good. I'm off. <laughs> That's me. No, no. Smells a little cat pissing. That's where you just shit your pants. Like cat pissing. Can't get much worse. Oh my god. Oh, all right. Well, I appreciate I appreciate coming to Oklahoma, Joe. Yeah, on, and where huh? where can where can people find you? What's the information? I am at Hope Gallery Tattoo in New Haven, Connecticut. It's HopeGalleryTattoo.com or JoeCapaviento.com. Um. Yeah, I book out a couple of months, uh, given the month, I guess. <laughs> like right now, like, yeah, like right now I'm booked out a little bit further. But, I mean, realistically, you can usually get in within two months, so. And then what about you, Jimmy? Where you get, how can they get to um, you? I'm still residing in Orlando, Florida, a shop called Built for Speed. Uh, you can catch me in all my social media. This is Jimmy Litwalk at whatever you don't expect, don't, don't expect the and response. Then, and then how, how, yeah, how easy can they just call a shop and get tattooed by you? No. Yeah, you can just uh, send, a, send a message uh, you can, you know, or call a shop, but it's, uh, yeah, for appointment-wise, I only book a month in advance. So 
Smoke ten. If you're wanting to get tattooed later on in the year, then just call me a month before you want to get tattooed. Then you just come in and get a tag. That's it. And then Josh is available right now. Okay. And I take walk-ins. Josh, Josh <laughs> is available right now. Even if you're reading this Fucking or let's listening go. to He's this at three right in the morning. Thunderdome tattoo. He's ready, dude. <laughs> 205 North Broadway. You want, you want the infinity... He's, white he's your guy. Dude, what the fuck ever? He's, he's your guy. How many finger? white tattoos have you done? How many what? How many white tattoos? With white ink? White ink. Zero. Really? That's not real. You don't do that. No. I look just, at whatever Randy does. I just model. I just I tell do what the fuck he black. says, dude. I just say it's going to be black. I'll, I'll do red. I've done I, red a bunch. But I want a white. And I go, well, it's, I'm going to do black. <laughs> like, I don't know. What do you want to do now? It's Jedi mind trick. No. I just don't want it to look bad. I don't want to take your money. That's why I tell him. That looks black. No. No. It's white. You got it all wrong. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Different Rip Podcast. If you want to support it, we don't have a Patreon or we don't have ads. We don't really, I don't, there's no monetary gain really. But if you like it, when we open the shirt store about once every two months, just grab a shirt. It's differentrip.com. Thanks. Randy didn't say it. There is a fucking, there's a, there's a banner at the top of differentrip.com that will tell you when the next store is. Differentrip.com, differentfuckingrip.com, differentripproteam.com. So but, now I want to know because realistically, diners like where I am in New York, where I was in New York when I was younger, not, not New York diners where they're like fucking throw see, food now, at your face. And the face. moment you pass in, so you have New York, which is on fucking point and and gnarly good. And it's like get three, three in, you can get whatever. Dude, fuck off. Wrong. People from fucking New York City shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, fuck people off. who are from fucking Long Island make it even fucking way worse. You're damn like, fucking straight because it's fucking solid, man. Because <laughs> the fact of the matter is the moment you leave fucking Long Island, solid. you're entering a Don't different fucking know universe. Jesus came from fucking Long Island? <laughs> like the goddamn world you was know built nothing. in Long Island and then everything fucking branched out from there. You know nothing, <laughs> Did dude. you know restaurants actually stopped in Long Island. <laughs> no other place got food before fucking Long Island existed. Before fucking New England, before fucking British fucking ever existed, New England was there first. Dude, that's okay. not even fucking. That's not yeah. fucking Boston. I know. I was just saying. Yeah. Every time that's I try to do Boston, Boston, I go to New York too. He's been hanging out with you. I, I don't know. Josh talking about Massachusetts makes he's like you know because for no reason he was all he was talking about St. Patrick's Day, so I guess it was a reason. But he was talking about he goes you know. In Boston, there'd be a guy like dressed up like he's going to a JC Penny job interview. He's all that dude will beat your ass. <laughs> was all, what? Well, he's you all, can't judge yeah. people in, bo- in, well, in Boston by how they're dressed. Post hardcore fucking. Uniforms. You'll get fucked up by a dude who looks real inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah. You look like he works at Dollar General, and you're all fucking fat ass. He'll whoop your ass, dude. Beat your, beat your fucking pants off you. Yeah. Don't talk shit to people in Boston. Lesson. <laughs>